Hey up, Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I'm not here to break down an episode tonight. I am here to break down an entire season. That's right. It's the season for recap, but I'm not here by myself. I'm here with the man who has the most offensive French accent in podcasting. It's Brendan Rumpel. Hello, wee wee. I'm your co-host, the creepy <laughs> uncle of podcasting. I can't cream. I did a little cremation. I'm recording live episodes from the crematorium. <laughs> I'm your other chief here, Cream Weekly. Doctor from Scream reporting for duty. Wee wee. Cream yes, cream. Oh, cream yes, cream. Wee wee. I was really hoping that's <laughs> what that resulted <laughs> in. And you, you did, not, got, did not disappoint. <laughs> it got harder and harder the longer it was. Like, oh boy. I got to stick with it. Oh, really good. Really, really good work there. What a way to open up the show. <laughs> you read me um, like a book. You know exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> So we're here to break down season four. Of course, we're going to do the usual. We're going to do our, our episode rankings. We're going to do our MVPs, our LVPs, see who won the season, who lost the season, who's winning and losing overall. Uh, and then we're going to, you know, rank the characters, see see who we still think is hot. And oh, yeah. uh, you know, that's, what, that's what we got. It, it kind of wraps around full circle. This is where we started in the beginning. I was just here to tell you who was hot on this program. Yeah. And uh, at the end of each season, we do that. And it reminds me of where... We began our, our roots, if you will. Where we started, but it's also where we're going. <laughs> exactly. We're ranking the, the hotness of, still at this point in the show, with the canon of it, teens. Well, yeah, sort I of. think they're, uh, they're like 20, 20 at this point. Yeah. You know, if they have a late birthday, they might still be 19, but... Uh, yeah. All right, so our, it's good. For our sake, it's cool let's say now. they're in their 20s. <laughs> they're, they're now in their 20s. They're, they're our age. We're, we're in our 20s, they're in their 20s. <laughs> they're basically the same. <laughs> That's what I say. Whenever people accuse me of being old when, at Adventureland, I'm like, what do you, hey, I'm your age. I'm we're 20s. in our 20s. <laughs> I'm your yeah. age. <laughs> we're the same age. You're in your 20s, I'm in my 20s. We're, we're both in our 20s. Yeah, I just have uh, some droopier eyes. But droopy eyes are in now. They're cool. People do makeup to a, make their eyes droopy, who? apparently. Really? Hey. Is that what you're seeing on TikTok? I don't have the talk, but... Uh, I don't have. I have, I have other other sources. Unnamed oh, okay. sources. I, I guess I don't want to know. <laughs> we'll see. Um, well, you know, it, it's it's late over here on the East Coast. We we both have we both have bedtimes at some point. You've got it. You've got it. I mean, a little peek behind the curtain. You've got to edit this and get it up by tomorrow. Uh, oh, wake up! Wake up! Oh, sorry. So you know, let, in and out, baby. We'll we'll do this. We'll do this very oh. quickly. I mean, I, it's not going to be very quickly. But <laughs> is that what you so, say before I mean, coitus? Let's see. In and out, baby. Oh, no. Over and over again. You scream that. In and out. I say, in and out, baby. We're gonna get this over with quickly. <laughs> nice. And then I say, Are you saying it to a baby? And then no, no. Oh. no. Um, okay. What's you know? You say in and out adults. In, in and out. In and out adults. You know, in and out adults are kind of like Disney adults. People <laughs> obsessed with the food chain. In and out burger. <laughs> yep. They love the Bible. <laughs> they make sure they go once a year. I'll have the I'll have the John yeah. 316 with applesauce. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Fucking dork. <laughs> they just they just put animal sauce on a Bible and hand you the verse. <laughs> chomp chomp. Where are we? <laughs> I'm ch- um well, all right, let's do our favorite opening segment, of course. Uh did anything weird happen to you since the last time we podcasted? Brendan, did anything weird happen to you since the last time we podcasted? Um I don't really think so. I, I think I was Talking about the segment on uh, our sister show, The Hoppy Boys. Or maybe it's our brother show. I was called The Brother Show. Uh, we were talking about this segment. It's the Brother Show. And uh, it's a f- I, I think I was talking about how it's an interesting segment because a lot of times we'll ask the question and uh, a f- two out of three people won't have an answer to the question. <laughs> so it's kind of a funny mm-hmm. segment. Uh, and this is one of those times yeah, where half the way. people on the, the segment will not have something 
to go. You can say no. That's as the, as long as you do have something, then uh, it's half the people don't have anything today. <laughs> it could no, be zero. You, so is that your way of That's saying me, that you don't it's have my long winded? It's my podcasters' way of saying I don't have anything. <laughs> right, then I said we're gonna be in and out. I didn't say you need to. We need to. <laughs> I don't need to fluff here. it up. <laughs> yeah, just say no. I'll tell you, you what next. else I'm fluffing up this fucking pillow I'm sitting on. <laughs> oh, you you sit on a pillow when you podcast? Yeah, always the, the fluff pillow. This thing has You're, taken hours and hours of just ripping ass right on it. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> this that, poor guy. <laughs> you ever flip it over? I don't know, when it gets too stinky? I'm afraid to see what's on the other side. <laughs> 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 Who knows? So that pill, you've never turned that pillow over in your life? <laughs> <laughs> no. Except for when That's I take scary. it to bed and sleep on it. Oh, so you rip ass on it throughout throughout the day because, of course, you're you're always sitting on a pillow wherever you go. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then you bring it into bed with you. And well, I'll you, be honest, I'm not like really loud in the bed anymore. I kind of sleep on this chair. You, you're not worry, it's not bed. A, even though so I'm pretty sure it is Brendan month for those who are keeping is track it? at home. I think we're back to Brendan month because what if, to if, who? If, if I remember correctly, Brendan month was the same time frame as Spanish Heritage Month, with I, which I believe started today. Or tomorrow. Oh, you're right. So I'm pretty sure. October, of course. <laughs> I'm pretty of course. sure we're back to Brendan month. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me let me check the guest list here and see <laughs> see if we have uh, see some some friends of Brendan uh, coming on to the podcast. Up upcoming guests, uh, and you know, feel free to edit this out. Um, you know, we have we have definitely. I mean, fiance of the pod coming on soon. Ooh. That's a Brendan guest. Uh, I mean, at this point, as know? long as we have some returning people. We're in. We're gonna be in season five soon. So at this point, you know, you're all you're all my friends. All all of you, two time plus guests. Wow! And all for the newbies, for the one timers, go fuck go yourself, Brendan hates you. You have to earn your stripes, baby. He determines whether <laughs> whether you did a good job or not, and then he'll yeah. say, mm, "Okay, I like you." Yeah. Maybe a little, if a little too. You're far wondering. Now, I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> if any of the one time guests out there are wondering why they haven't been back to the podcast, it's because Uncle Cream was yeah. like. Um, they're not coming yeah. back. Yeah, uh, the cream curdled on that one, bud. <laughs> and he does say that <laughs> during our during our production meetings. Every, I have a list of one-time guests, and I'll bring them up. And Brendan just sits there and says, mm, "The cream curdled." No, as soon or as the, say, their first time is over, I, t- I tell them to their face. I say, "Turn on your video. Oh, I got something to tell you." <laughs> and then I give them that line. Turn on, turn on your video. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't care. Harsh. I don't care if you're if you're ready or not. Turn on that turn video. On. I got no. something to say. <laughs> the cream curdled. <laughs> It's harsh, but it's what you got to do. A lot of people don't even know like what you mean when you say that. <laughs> They're like, is that, that sounds like an issue on your end. <laughs> and then you just log off and and like you you sign out. I shut you don't down my status. Hard shut down. I pull the plug on my desktop. <laughs> and you take that pillow that you're sitting on, you put it up to your face, and you go right to bed. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> And then I get left with the mess of. Uh, usually the guests will cry. They'll start crying once they realize what happened. I'll say, there, there. There, there. There, there. <laughs> and then I've got, I'll say, all right, you could you could come on the Sandy Boys instead. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess that counts. It's like, if I don't like you on the Lonely Boys, you still get one chance at Sandy Boys. Yeah. It's like the minor leagues over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um,. I don't know. Nothing really weird happened to me, but we we did have a a, a classic waiter at Applebee's on a on Ooh. Monday night. It was a oh you went there. I, I know you said you were going to get Applebee's. I don't know you were going and sitting there. Yeah, I go. went there. I sat there. Wow, I, I conquered, and I I tweeted about this. But we went on Monday, which of course yes. uh, famously is Patriots Day, otherwise known as nine eleven hashtag Never Forget. And, and Dean Will's birthday. when we got 
at Dean Will's birthday, of course. Uh, and when we got the bill, we were like, oh, so how much are we tipping? And, you know, someone said, okay, well, what's the suggested tip? And I say, all right, well, let's say 20% is, oh, my God, 20% is $9, $9.11. You will never, we have to, we have to. It's the suggested tip, and it's 9-11. Like, the suggested 20% tip is a, a airplane emoticon? <laughs> it, it, was des- <laughs> it was destined to be the person I was, people I was with. She said, her sister is in, like, elementary school or something and I, I don't know what they do on 9-11 over there but she's like she brought something home and she had drawn a picture of the twin towers and under and underneath just wrote the words have hope <laughs> have hope they'll grow back what is exactly what does that even mean have hope the twin towers will return one day just have, just have hope. Uh, that wasn't even the weird part of the day so well, speaking the, of before you go the, on uh nicole was telling me about her experience with 9-11 growing up and i guess so at some point afterwards her, yeah. yeah it was up for, at some point <laughs> afterwards like during that month i guess they had or maybe it was the next year i'm not really sure it, maybe it was too soon to do a project about it in the same month um but at some point maybe in like third or fourth grade afterwards they had them do some sort of like art project about it and she's saying i, I don't know i don't remember the whole story but she drew essentially drew two towers which is the bomb on top i guess they asked her to take three and act like what do you what happened do you remember what happened and that's what she drew just like a literal bomb on top of two pillars <laughs> yeah that's like, how it happened close, yeah. <laughs> kind of close so this this waiter she she comes over and you know everyone's everyone's placing their order and my my friend orders the all you can eat boneless wings and you know usually someone orders something and the waiter will be like okay and they'll like write it down, and then they'll they'll place the order, right? Gee, how do, here's how do my they friend. Bring out the uh, all you can eat. Do they bring them out like ten at a time, or how do they do it? Uh, yeah, it'll be like one order at a time, and mm-hmm. then you'll you'll like ask for another order. Right okay, another. <laughs> but so she she gets the order. She hears all you can eat boneless. She looks at her and she goes, "You're gonna eat all that?" <laughs> and, oh my god! Um, and my friend was like, "Um, probably not. I just want the all you can eat so I can do like different kinds of sauces." And the waiter's like. So why don't you just get one order of half-off boneless wings and just do half and half with the sauces? And my friend had no response. She was like, um, yeah, I probably should do that. And the waiter was like, yeah, because you're not going to eat all that. And she was like, so sure. <laughs> she was like, listen, listen, I know. I'm trying to, I'm saving you money. I'm a grandma, so I know what I'm doing. And I swear to God, this, this lady was our age. I don't know how she was a grandma. Oh, grandma. I don't know she- <laughs> and when I say hey, our I'm age, she's I mean, in her 20s. She, she, maybe, she maybe looked 10 years older than us. I was, <laughs> she was like, listen, I'm a grandma. I know what I'm doing. You don't. So she, <laughs> so she leaves. I get my, uh, I get Impossible Burger, of course, and I get it with no cheese, no tomato. When they delivered out my Impossible Burger, it's just, it's just bare with nothing on it. It's just the burger and the bun. So, you know, I hate doing this, but I had to send it because I wasn't going to eat like a bare ass burger. Like, yeah. what am I? Well, what comes on what it with, I wanted those the, things? You get like onions, the lettuce. lettuce. I wanted the onions. I wanted yeah. the pickles. The veggies, if you will. I want the side cup of uh, of hot sauce, and so I I asked him to get it back to you know give it back to me, and then it comes out again. The waiter's back. She's like, I knew it was you when I heard when someone came back and said there was something wrong with an impossible burger. I knew it was you because no one. She was like, no, nobody else would get a fucking impossible burger in this in this restaurant. I knew it had to be you. I knew there was no more no, people getting no fucking, fucking impossible freaks burgers. get impossible burgers. I was like, Who the fuck got an impossible burger? I know that's my customer. Like, I don't know how they fucked this up. I don't know how. I said no tomatoes. They gave you no nothing. I don't know how they fucked it up. Like, it's okay. It's like, it's okay. It's all right. Don't worry. Because I said, because I'm a grandma, right? And I was like, I get it. You're a grandma. I don't know why. I get it. It's like, I'm a grandma. I was, I was on the phone with my grandkids. They were saying, I forget what she was, but it was also something. And I'm oh, on the phone with my grandkids. I thought like, the rest of this was like, you riffing. I didn't know this no, is more no, real No, no, no. She goes, I was on the phone with my, gran- with my grandkids. They come in with the impossible burger. I said, what the fuck about an impossible burger? <laughs> 
Wow. Very colorful commentary. <laughs> she, she does all this. Yeah, she left and we were like, she's great. We have to we have to tip her. We have to tip her nine dollars and eleven cents. She's amazing. <laughs> she's still, she'll love then, it. So the end of the the end of the night, she's like, she comes back and she's like clearing the table and she comes back and people are going berserk. Uh, apparently, like the Jets had won something. She comes over and she's just like, the fucking Jets fucking won. I can't fucking believe it. Are you fucking kidding me with that fucking Jet? <laughs> I couldn't tell. I I couldn't tell. I, I guess she was upset about it. But right, which is strange at some point, for she, New York. She's like, and then she's cleaning it up, and she takes. And for whatever reason, my friend had like had gone toy shopping before we went to Applebee's, and had like a little hot dog set with a little hot dog and a little mustard set and a little wiener dog that comes with it and a little bun. And inside the restaurant. The table. Yeah, she brought it inside the restaurant. It was like a little miniature thing. She was okay. just playing with it. And the waiter comes over, and as she's clearing it up, she also just takes the the, the, the hot dog and, and, and the dog, and she she just, like, stole it. She, and she never, that, it that, that was it? She just never got it She took it. She took it, and she she didn't say, like, oops, sorry. I'm, I'm a grandma. I'll be this. taking that. Yeah. She, she probably gave it to her grandkids. <laughs> Those fucking jets. She was so upset about the Those jets that jets. she Give didn't me that realize hot dog. what she was taking. Yeah, she was great. She deserved every bit of that $9.11 tip. And the toys. And oh yeah, and you know what? She she deserved the hot dog toy as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's why your friend brought it in the first place. I love the Applebee's. Wow. Which was this the Farmingdale one? No, no. Farmingdale we would still be there because they don't they don't believe in serving people until two oh, hours really? after you sit down. Farmingdale is so sorry to I've blast been there on once. the pod, but Farmingdale Applebee's is so I we went there a couple weeks ago and I was like, Oh great, this place hasn't changed. It takes them thirty <laughs> minutes to come and even do drink orders and they don't even bring uh-huh. out the drinks until like after you, you you get the food. It's God, I can't stand yeah. Applebee's. I, I haven't been to an Applebee's in a in a long time. I've ordered like to go or pick up from there, I think during COVID, but I haven't been there definitely since before COVID. It's good. They used to have nothing they used to have nothing for vegans. Now they have uh they have these these pretzel appetizers that are really good and they have the impossible burger also so uh a good dining experience for for vegans at applebee's okay good to know let's start ranking stuff jeez i can't <laughs> believe we just spent 15 minutes and what, what again and, one of us didn't have anything for that segment yeah well yeah, you know huh. i riffed for a while um big <laughs> so picture Brandon, how did you <laughs> yeah i know no 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 no, no. I, I that was a true story um Big picture, Brendan. How did you enjoy season four overall? Did you have favorite storylines in general? Do you have any big? Oh, you cut out. What? Right as you said. <laughs> Damn! I wish you heard what happened on my end. Totally silent, <laughs> and then up. What? Yeah, that was underwater. You saying I cut? Well, because I took a big gulp of Mountain Dew after I, I was setting you up to give a long answer, and then it kind of just went silent. I cut out. All right, let me just let me just pretend like uh, I, I didn't cut out. Okay. Big picture, Brendan. How did you enjoy season four? Uh, did you have any favorite storylines in general? Any big predictions for season five? Wow, that was really good. Uh, no cutouts. No. What? <laughs> there we go. Now I'm ready to answer, baby. <laughs> Uh, I was really uh, ready for this to be a stupid bad season, and it, it was. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I got what I asked. I, got I, I sure expecting. got it. I think there there's like really funny points in the season where I was like, "All right, this is it. This is the turning point where this show gets officially bad." Like everyone's been saying that it's going to get, and I'm ready to embrace it and watch the show ironically and just love the show for being absurd and. As soon as I would have that moment, the next episode would be like genuinely good, and then it would go yeah. back the other way. It was like one step forward, one step back every time. And then those writers, those writers kept switching. Yeah, they did. It was it was very really, really strange. And then the the end of the season was kind of just like regular good. So they they finished on a good note. 
Um, they did finish strong, yeah. There was a lot of stuff. I think we talked about it a lot at the end of the season that there was a, a lot of Big Thorpe and Reyna stuff that just really middled for too long and it was going on for... Mm-hmm. And just, it was just a lot of nothing. And like, again, like a character Reyna that I, I could enjoy and is a good actress. Uh, didn't give her a lot to do. They gave her the Nate treatment, which I didn't love. Um, it's like a lot of character-specific stuff. I forgot. It's such a long season, too. There's so much. And I forgot about the Ben stuff. The Ben stuff was really... I think that was probably the lowest point and part of why i think i was able to enjoy the season was because we were able to get rid of a serena love interest and have such a long spell of her not having anyone which is really what is good for the show overall she should just never be in love again um it was was interesting it was it was a a roller coaster i think this is the most inconsistent season we've had, had had so far but it didn't fully fall off the table yet Yes, yeah. Well, because I think the the first season was uh, the first season. The first half of the fourth season was still mostly like largely pretty good. And I mean, you have we start with all of our characters in in Paris, and it takes a while to get going. You have, we meet Louis in the beginning of this season. We have this girl named Eva who was in the first four four mm. episodes. We have uh, we have Juliet who's in the entire first half. Yeah. Of I'm the, always amazed of whenever you do this re- these recaps and like when we get the first quarter of the show. I'm like, holy shit, that was this season that's not that was this season so like because season even julia they're like so long ago i mean yeah i know these the, i mean tv shows these days they're like 10 episodes in a season and that's it yeah. there's no filler there's no nothing i mean we're filling 22 hour long episode seasons here there's a lot of stuff that happens we have we have eva in the beginning we have juliet who's in the entire first half which is again pretty good and then we ben makes his appearance early on he's with he's with uh you know he he's her brother that yeah, and Ben ruins also, Juliet. Yeah, they had a weird, weird thing going on there. Also, that guy Colin that Serena's dating, the college professor who was also <laughs> randomly Juliet's cousin. So they, all of that is going. The, the first yeah, that uh, authority figure that Serena that Serena will date in the uh, in this <laughs> season, the first uh, of of her teachers. And yeah, really, it's the Serena date, uh, teacher dating season. Right, and then uh, you know, Serena's going to get gaslit on Thanksgiving. Oh, the first of the title. First of some fin- some major Vanessa fuck ups. This is going to be right mm. before she goes away for a while. Yeah, uh, Vanessa takes a great step away. into like pure right. fuckery. Abs- absolutely, uh, Jenny is in a few episodes mm. in the first half, and she definitely makes the most of her time of her last few episodes of Gossip Girl. Um, yeah, and then it's really the second half. Right away, they they introduce Russell. They introduce Raina. They're there for. Imp- Essentially, the entire second half. Ben is still hanging around. And he gets even worse once he gets out of prison. He's terrible. Um, the saving grace of those uh, of those episodes is the uh, Anne and Blair friendship that is blossoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be really the highlights of the second half, and and we will see it with with yeah. some of these uh, of, of these MVPs and these episode rankings and stuff. But that's I mean that, really that ca- stuff really saved this series. They really carry the show, point, especially yeah. in that Ben era where Ben and Serena are really dragging oh, down. Yeah. Like Serena is all kinds of unbearable in this season, and then Ben finally leaves, and it starts to get a little better because when Ben leaves. Uh, the new character of Charlie Rhodes slash Ivy makes an appearance, and I think she really does pump some new life into the show. And then, like you said, we we get like two genuinely good episodes to end, so it ends strong at least with Russell coming back and all the like heavy soap opera stuff. With he's like trapping Blair on the roof. Mm-hmm. That last episode has so much going on. I really couldn't believe how much they packed into that last episode, uh, where Charlie's trying to kill herself, and then it, it it turns out Charlie's not even Charlie at all. So a lot of a lot of stuff happened in season four, and uh, it it is think i don't know because i know it 
in in my eyes, it takes a turn at the halfway point, and I think it did. And I, it did because yeah. I don't think it, it's gotten as bad as it will get still. So I guess I'm not surprised that there were still some good episodes that I liked. I mean, we'll see how many good episodes there are in season five, and then in season six. But we we haven't reached like the really like like mm-hmm. you said, just as soon as you start to make fun of it, there'd be like a good episode here. So yeah, even the episodes um, that we were making fun of, there's still stuff going on. It was just stupid and bad, yes. but it was like never <clears throat> boring. I don't so remember. I don't remember a lot of boring stuff. And, and right. honestly, let's some of my favorite. Blair stuff ever. In this yeah, season. I mean Blair has herself a great. I mean, who else was there to root for besides Blair in this season? But yeah. um, so uh, let's rank the seasons. Uh, see if you can remember season one, season two, and season three. And uh, do you have what, what I, where I ranked the other ones so far before the season? Uh, I don't even have where I rank the other ones to be to be honest. So, yeah, so, so it's hard to no, remember. I don't. I should be jotting this down, but unfortunately, I do not. So eagle-eared listeners will have to go back to the previous season recaps and tell us. Um, purely by feel, I want to put this one at the bottom to start. Because, uh, like I said, it, yeah. is it still not bad, uh, but the most in- inconsistent so far. Um, I th- I remember being pretty high on season three. Are we are we high on season yeah. three? I think that was like remember- maybe my top. As far as I went, I believe coming into it, I thought the first two seasons were the best, and then season three was third. But after watching, I remembered enjoying season three a lot more, and I think I did go in order one, two, three, where three was the best, second was yeah. uh, second was the worst, fourth was the one with the hairy chest, um, <laughs> and no, third, third, third was the best, second was second best, and first okay. was third best. So three, two, one is how I believe I had it. Okay, and then I, so I think I remember sort of I want to go three, one, two, four. That sounds that sounds like something you'd rank, yeah. I think it's gonna be three, two, one, four for me. I think four is, uh, three, you two, know, four one, out of four one. for now. Okay, so we're yeah, we're yeah, so you just one, have one, one and two flipped, yeah, yeah. Um, which is fair, you know, not nothing. Yeah, that could be nothing, wrong. Nothing, it, I, I, a very vague memory of that stuff. Yeah. Any uh, any predictions for season five? Um, I don't. I think someone actually does get married. I don't think it's gonna be Blair, but I think someone has to get married. It's been too long. Without a True. wedding in this show, and I really hope, hope someone dies. I mean, they used to have, they used to have weddings all the time. Uh, Lily and Bart were getting married. Lily yeah. and Rufus were getting married. A couple of uh, Trip and his uh, lovely fiance Maureen were getting married. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? I'm sure other people got married too. Yeah, so I don't know if it's more of a, if it's a prediction or, or hopes, but I'm hoping for a wedding, hoping for a death. Eleanor um, and Cyrus got married. That was a good one. Hoping for a wedding, hoping for a death. We, we had a baby last... Was that this season with the road, or was that last season? That was the season three finale. Okay. Uh, That's why uh, Blair was late to the Empire State Building. Right. We had Well, we had a baby sort of with uh, with, with Dan's baby <laughs> relatively recently. <laughs> That's true, too. Uh, yeah, I don't think I want any more babies. I think I'm good on babies. <laughs> they don't really bring anything um, to the table. All right, so you don't yeah, want babies. Real, real you don't want too, birth. I, I, you do want I love. Uh, the way modern family starts is because they start with the kid like, almost ready to start talking. They they skip the whole boring right. part of the baby, and it's like, all right, it's gonna be funny to like make jokes about the baby because it can't talk, but we'll, it'll do funny things. It, it can kind of move, and then it'll you'll grow. It'll grow as a person as as you, now, <laughs> the show. Are unfolds. you are are you throwing shade at Full House here that you're saying Michelle started too young? A little bit, yeah. They didn't quite uh, figure out the uh, modern family approach with uh, Lily. I think is the kid's name. Uh, name. yeah, 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 that sounds right. Um, my, my, in my full house rewatch, I'm in, I'm in season one and Michelle oh, is a, a baby. Yeah. <laughs> is it bad? No other way to describe her. She's a baby. I, I cannot imagine rewatching full house. I, I mean, I've seen a ton of it and I used to be obsessed with it. I don't think it would hold up for me at all. Watching no, it it's not good. I mean, I, I think the first season is probably bad 
and it was like worse than the others in quality. But yeah. uh, there definitely hasn't really been, there's been maybe one good episode of the first eight I've watched, but uh, definitely nostalgic. And yeah. I do have the first eight seasons, first eight, all eight seasons on DVD, but I'm rewatching it because they, they came out with the new uh, recap podcast. Okay. That's a, that's a good along with reason. that. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's uh, see how you did on the title references. So season one, you went eight for 17. You were under 500 in season one. Season two, you just barely got over 500, 13 for 25. Season three, oh, you were no. exactly 500, 11 for 22. Oh, okay. And season four, you got you went 13 for 22 over for I mean, the be- after starting that season over five, the best you've ever done with the title references. Yeah, I was going to say, I was worried about season three. I couldn't remember because if I was you under exactly in season three, then it would be 500 overall in the seasons, two for four. So now right. I'm... Because you... you we're famously 11 for 19. All you had to do was get one of the last three to clinch over 500, and you got all three of them incorrect. Mm. So overall, you are now 45 for 86 on title references overall. Overall. Ah, so I'm overall over 500. Yes, you are. You Pretty are. Good. Let's see what your winning percentage is. Uh, 523. So what's how many episodes are left? 52%. We have 34 episodes left. So what do I need to stay over 500? You, do that you need 61. So you need to get 16 out of these last 34. Okay. So I need to right. essentially be a little... I could be a little under 500 and finish. Yes. You okay. could be one under 500. Okay. All right, because 17 for 34 would be exactly yeah. 500. Do you think... Is this, is this normal talk for people that don't follow sports? It seems like such a natural... Like, a, Do people know what 500 is? I, I guess maybe, right. maybe by now they do understand it's like... I think they could use context, yeah, hopefully. okay. Sure. A five a five hundred winning percentage, uh, also known as uh, it would be like fifty percent correct. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's half and half for the yeah. for you simple minded people at home. <laughs> okay, I mean there there could be a couple it's like half out and there. Imagine, you, you know how when you get like a uh, when you get ice cream, some's chocolate, there there's some vanilla, and then like one's like a, a twist, and you get yeah. some chocolate, some vanilla. It's it's half and half, yes. like that. Or like if you get, a, you chocolate, get a sandwich, you cut it in half, you eat a half, and then you say the, this half of the sandwich has a 500 winning percentage against me. Right. Because I ate Right, half. so when someone, right. So, like, when you when you order, like, when you go into uh, Subway, you can get a foot long or you can get a 500. <laughs> and that's just half. <laughs> right. What and the most. worker has to eat the other half. They have to make the whole thing and then eat one. Yeah, I mean, unrelated, but yes, that is also a rule. It's part of, of the 500. Yeah. Every, every time someone gets a 500, they're like, oh, God, really? And so they, full. Try, they shove it in their mouth real quick. <laughs> that's what they do um all right so we will get into our uh main character rankings we'll save those for the end of the episode here um back in the day i i had for the first season i I thought we could keep track of possible favorite music moments but then i forgot about it but i have to say that rolling in the deep segment and maybe it's recency bias but that sequence of rolling in the deep in the in the in the season four finale one of my favorite music moments of all time it also is just like uh, on top of a, a, a an incredible sequence of scenes that are going, it's yes, mostly just yeah, one particular. I think it, it is obviously the the dancing at the bar mitzvah that's the special part about it. But it's, it's not. It's <laughs> yeah. it's that on top of all the other things that are happening that may have no context for each other, and it's just like a bunch of random things that have nothing to do with each other with Adele playing in the background. And like usually montages are all like leading towards the same goal. These are just like here's here's <laughs> all five plots that are happening right now. <laughs> Check we gotta out. wrap this up. So here, here you go. Um, yes, very very good stuff there. Um, so where was I? What am I messing around with? Oh yeah, we of course have to uh, thank our lovely guests for being on uh, this thank season. You, the ones guests. that didn't drop. 
the ones that didn't drop out looking at you, Fuck London you Hurst. Wendy. Uh, so thank you to Mel got served uh, Meg Donahue Gabe Scally Sam Ali Dwyer Naomi Chrissy Kirsten listen Michelle of Total Betty Podcast Network Felipe Haley Strong Dom and Colin wow. Sam again casual Anna Scally again Kevin Irving Kirsten again wow. and Mel got served again wow, what Man, a murderous really row of guests that's an, an amazing guest season People join the five-timers club. Lita, followed quickly by Sam, Scally, Kirsten, and Mel got served. There's uh, five members of the five-timers club. Very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, Four-timers club, we have Liguori and, of course, fiance of the pod, Nicole. Ooh. Naomi by herself in the three-timers club. Interesting. And then, uh, of course, Listen Michelle, and then Haley Strong, Dom, Colin, and Casual Anna all joined the two-timers club. That's exciting. I mean, I think that it just shows uh, dedication on our part. Yeah, for those for those guests, Brendan famously said, the cream did not curdle. <laughs> the cream did not curdle. <laughs> That's the way the cream curdles. The cream emulsified. The cream. It's curdled. <laughs> oh, actually, for these, it's not curdled. Sorry. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry for confusing everyone. It's emulsified. I see no curdle in this cream. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm picturing now just a glass of like heavy cream that I poured... For our first recording, <laughs> and I just leave it on top of my desk, and then I look at it at the end of every episode, and then see if it's changed or not. <laughs> there is no curdle in this cream. Welcome aboard the Lonely Boys team. Choo choo. <laughs> like it's, okay, it's a train or is it cream? All aboard. <laughs> I said the team, but it, it could be the train. I guess all aboard. This train runs on cream instead of steam. <laughs> Oh, okay. Really good. <laughs> All right. Don't really want know if I want to come back on the podcast. <laughs> Just oh, brother. Exhaust views hot milk. <laughs> um, okay. So let's do some episode rankings here. There were 22 episodes. We will start at the bottom. Oh, boy. 22. I believe we're going to have a new worst episode of all time. This got a GPA. <laughs> Remember, GPAs are out of 4.0. This got a low, low, low GPA of 0.67. So remind us, a A's get 4, B's 3, C's 2, D's 1. That's correct. Okay. F0. Zero. Yeah. So this got a 0.67. So this was somewhere between an F and a D. I gave out my first and only F so far to this episode. Yeah, this is the You F only season. gave it a... Yeah, you only gave it a D plus, and Haley gave it a D minus. Uh, Panic Roommate, and it is the one where uh, With the band Panic. Yeah, <laughs> Panic Panic has not made a has not made a an appearance yet. Okay. but so it's it's where Larry's gonna enlist Nate to uh, help win over Epperly. They're gonna get together, and and she tells Nate to to fuck her. Mm -hmm. That's probably like the highlight of the episode. Yeah. Uh, um, Damien is getting back at Ben and Serena is like siding with Ben obviously it's it we're really in the heights of Serena just like defending Ben here and and just boring stuff going on with Chuck and Raina so yeah. that, I, I mean, mean no offense to Nate I, if Nate's like the highlight of an episode it's yeah. probably pretty boring I mean I gave it an F because it felt like the position of the show was that Ben should be like vindicated and we're supposed to be rooting for Ben and Serena and that really yeah, just yeah. A grinded rubbed all of us the wrong way yeah Next episode, number 21 out of 22, the second worst episode, was the episode that you gave an F to, but it's a full point higher at 1.67 because I gave it a B plus <laughs> and Naomi gave it a C minus. So we were all over the place. War at the Roses. I don't, do you even remember what happened in the episode I, that you gave I can gave never an F to? remember the episode based on their titles, but I, I don't know what it was. If you can uh, 
Yes. Remind me a little. No, this is the one where they do the peace, tre the peace treaty, where Blair and, and Chuck are doing their peace treaty, and Nate and Serena are sitting in on it. Uh, also, Dan's plotting to allow Jenny to come back to the Upper East Side to celebrate Rufus and Lily's anniversary, because remember, uh, everyone has to be a part of Rufus and Lily's <laughs> anniversary. And it's also the one where, inexplicably, Robin comes out of nowhere and embarrasses yeah. Blair with her uh, karaoke. I feel like it might have not have like hated this episode, like enjoyment-wise, but it was just I think it was so convoluted and so yeah. batshit that I was like, this is bad. This is like a bad episode of TV. I can't award at any points. <laughs> Yeah, so the next one, there's a four-way tie for 17 through 20, and it's that they all have 2.43. The kids are not all right. While you weren't sleeping, Empire of the Sun and the Princesses and the Frog. Princesses and the Frog, we just covered. It's the one before it kind of mm -hmm. got good again. Uh, it's when uh, when Serena and Blair are still fighting because of Prince Louis, and, uh, you know, uh, Serena and Vanessa join forces for the first time. Yeah, um, I remember it being like just all right. I don't think I, I, I think the ones that we just talked about, I did give like bad, bad. I don't. I think I think this is the last of like my bad grades for the most part, like yeah. awful grades. Um, the w kids. Oh no, the kids say in the picture is a different one. The kids are not all right. I don't know what happened there, but Empire of the Sun was a weird one because. Um, it's it's the one where Ben and Serena finally break up because uh, Ben's mm. mom randomly ra randomly uh, stops by. Uh, the episode right before it is the other one, While You Weren't Sleeping. That's the one where uh, Blair mm. is sleep-deprived and it's Eric's 18th birthday. And then uh, The Kids Are Not All Right was, uh, was the one where... Oh, it's the first episode of the second half where Russell Thorpe uh, comes to town. So, okay. you know, nothing It's a little bit of Ben stuff there. in there, too. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, yeah, Ben is all over this this uh, in this area here, really dragging the episodes down. Yeah. Uh, Two-way tie for 15th and 16th place with the Witches of Bushwick and Damien Darko. Uh, Damien Darko, of course, uh, Damien's Time to Shine. It's the episode named after him. Right. Yeah, yeah. he had a lot of weird <laughs> moments. It just was lingering around the season for too long. I, I didn't dislike the guy, but uh, he, he just felt out of place whenever he was around. Yeah. And... Uh, Witches of Bushwick is the one where they have yet another uh, masquerade ball, the Saints and Sinners, where yeah. uh, where Serena's supposed to choose between Dan and Nate. And, of course, there is uh, some stuff going on that uh, that no one remembers. And it's the one where, at the end, Serena's going to get drugged uh, right. by, I, by I, Julia. I remember that one being kind of, like, in the middle because we were like, this wasn't bad, but, like, we do this every season, so can we just think of something new yeah exactly time. yeah it, we we've seen this already uh so that was a 2.5 and you are the ones that are much lower than these i i gave those two episodes a b and a b plus you gave them a c and a c minus so you are we're not shy throwing around the c's yeah no and uh i'm kind of badass like that kind of badass like that <laughs> number 14 with a gpa of 2.57 it girl happened one night you have any recollection of that one that is our big i don't know i, I should have given this an f just for the title <laughs> as our big Valentine's Day episode where uh, Chuck has the Valentine's Day fundraiser to try to save his father's company. <laughs> Makes sense to me. <laughs> and um, I think that's one of the things we really didn't like about this uh, season for Chuck a lot. It was like all of a sudden he cares about his dad's legacy like so much when he, bad, he's supposed to hate Bad him. season for Chuck. Even really before he turned into kind of like an irredeemable yeah, character, yeah. There, was nothing, there was nothing going on with him. Yeah, they were bored by him. Like, we, we didn't have much for him to do. And then when we did, it was like, I didn't understand his motivation for it. Right. 
Number 13, with 2.67 GPA, Belles de Jour, the season premiere where they start off in Paris. It did take a little while for uh, this season to get going, even in the first half. Uh, not a lot happening in, in Paris there. Yeah, it's kind of like when we go uh, to the Hamptons for summer or do anything Right, exactly. That they, they always have trouble with those with those premieres. Uh, number 12, to close out the bottom half here, Petty in Pink with a 2.77 EPA. Uh, Petty in Pink was when uh, Serena's going to send her new cousin, uh, Charlie, to spy on Blair and Dan and all, all of that stuff going on where Charlie's saying, no, Blair, Dan, Dan is there. And Serena's like, you silly child. That was Prince Louis. Uh, I, I remember this one being... Not bad. Like, maybe, it's all right. Yeah. And there's a big gap to, to go into the top half. We jump all the way up from 2.77 to 3.23. Oh, we're in the threes, baby. So, yeah, we're in the threes already. 3.23. Uh, number 11, the kids stay in the picture. And that is the f debut of uh, of Charlie Rhodes, otherwise nice. known as Ivy. So that is that is a big episode for, for that one to, to start the, the top half of the episodes here. Yeah, great debut, great character. Uh, and we still don't really know anything about her. That's right. The real her. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, so let's break into the top 10 episodes of the season. There's a three-way tie for eighth place. Double Identity, which is the second episode of the season. I believe that gets bumped up because they have that great scene at the end with Chuck and Blair at the, mm, train, the train station, station where, yeah. they're, where they're meeting for the first time after Chuck gets shot, after Chuck gets his memory back, uh, and after all that. I, I really think that was doing a lot of work getting this one up into the top 10. Yeah, one of the, one of the rare moments we get some good cinematography from the show this, this yes. is a season especially where there's some particularly awful cinematography <laughs> just some really <laughs> bad camera work and some weird editing season. choices too yeah like, yeah uh tied with it is the episode a couple episodes later touch of eva this is the one where uh where Blair finally bests eva she ends up going back to where uh wherever she's from and uh chuck wages war on blair as a result because i guess a pretty decent eva stretch even though she wasn't herself like the best character yeah she was in a decent chunk of episodes. And then also in a tie for eighth uh, is Juliet doesn't live here anymore, which I gave an A, but you brought it down a little bit with a B plus, and our guest Chrissy brought it down with a B minus to drag it all the way down to uh, just making the top ten. Chrissy, the cream's curdled. <laughs> <laughs> this is where, uh, where Nate discovers who Juliet truly is. Uh, Serena is having her fling with Colin still. Maybe that's a reason why uh, Chrissy bogged it down a little bit. And um, I really don't remember much about this, but I did give it an A, which, which is... <laughs> uh, really I'm trying to remember why I did, and, and I truly can't. Maybe it's good that you guys dragged it down a little, because I, I, I can't remember this episode. I mean, I'm not too far away from the A range. I mean, you I'm gave only, it a B yeah. plus. Yeah, pretty good. So, next up, I, I think maybe the, the ending got me hyped, because th this ends with... Uh, with Vanessa and Juliet contacting Jenny uh, to try to get yeah, her back yeah. to town to, to help That's out. That's a good team up. Um, number seven, another episode that I gave an A to, and Kirsten gave an A minus to, and you really dragged it down with a B minus. Well, you know what I do with Kirsten's on. Yeah, Gaslit, the Thanksgiving episode with a 3.47 That's a pretty GPA. good score for me for a Thanksgiving episode, though, I want to say. It was good. Serena is is drugged she has no idea what happened how she ended up in the hospital she gets gaslit into thinking that she she's a crazy person but then it turns out that it was all juliet's fault it was all vanessa's fault jenny comes clean so much happening in this episode such yeah. a good episode i remember there being a lot happening down, but it was just a little bit too melodramatic for me you brought it down to episode number seven how dare you 
I, I think the, what I, I know again, I think Kirsten's point in that episode too was like, it's a fucking drama. It's, it's supposed to be dramatic. Like I know, but yes. the show to me is at its best when it's a little bit silly. It shouldn't take itself that seriously because me, when they me, try to be too me. dramatic, the bad me, acting really comes me. out in these actors. Like we can we can Shut depend on a couple people, but like when everyone's trying to be dramatic at the same time, really like the really the the cracks really start to show. Shut the frick up. <laughs> they're bad. They're bad. <laughs> We have a four-way tie for third place. Third through third through six here. They all got a 3.67 GPA. That means one person gave it an A, one person gave it an A minus, and one person gave it a B plus. That is the case with all th- four of these episodes. They're really uh, stepping st- what, step lat. We really step, step ladder here. Yeah. Um, this. So we have the undergraduates, Goodbye Columbia, Easy J, and Shattered Bass. I will say the undergraduates is episode three. Goodbye Columbia is episode five. Easy J is episode six, and then wow. Shattered Bass is the uh, penultimate episode. So what a stretch. Uh, episodes three through six must have been, and then also the penultimate episode here. Uh, for the undergraduates, uh, Gabe was the one who gave this episode an A. This is the one where they have that uh, party where, where they find out that Juliet is the head of, what was that, the Hampton House? Is that what it was called? And oh, yeah, yeah. They set up the ruse. They were at Serena and Blair pretend like they're fighting, and they they end up getting videoed, and and they they really win over Juliet in this episode, like w- win one over on her. They don't win her over. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think this is a, another strong episode for Juliet, especially. Yes. Uh, then we have Goodbye Columbia, which that was the episode that I gave an A to, and this is where. Uh, Juliet is spreading a rumor about Serena to try to get her kicked out of NYU. Uh, Vanessa steals Serena's phone to see um, if Dan is hiding something, and then they end. Juliet ends up blaming the whole thing on Vanessa, even though she was working with her just before that. That that's a really great part of the episode. I really, I really that's love that. Too. And and uh, this is when also when Chuck and Blair are at war. It is after the episode where where Eva got sent back, and Chuck is just. His goal is just to ruin Blair's life, and that was also very comical to me. I, I this one, I, I remember exactly why I gave it an A. Yeah, I think that, and, that was uh, good. We, we, we like any. I, I don't. I don't think I loved the fact that they were at war, but I remember just enjoying the two of them interacting a bunch and playing their games. Yeah. Um, for Easy J, this was the very next episode. This one you gave an A to. I only gave it an A minus. Uh, this was, of course, Jenny's debut in the fourth season. She comes back. Tim Gunn is here. She's putting on a fashion show. The 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 women have the words "whore" on their on their yeah, shirts. Uh, yeah. Blair is Blair is sabotaging. This is a. Cla- I don't remember why. I don't remember why I didn't give it an A. I think there was there was a reason why I justified. I can't give this an A. It probably had something to do with i was gonna say it had something to do with ben but i don't think ben had really i was gonna say maybe it was like a rufus thing like i think rufus had a decent season because he was kind of in the background for most of it so i don't think he really ruined much this season no he didn't he had an uncharacteristically uh pretty pretty good season um i I know there was a reason why i didn't give it an oh i think i remember why because the trumps are in this episode ivanka and jared uh Ivanka, was enough Ivanka and Jared are in the episode. So, yeah, I said I can't give an episode with with a Trump an A, so I gave wow. an A minus. Um, and then Shattered Best, the penultimate episode, another episode that Kirsten came on for. I gave this episode an A. You guys did not, but uh, you know, it's the one where it ends with with uh, Blair on the roof, and and uh, Russell's gonna burn the place down. Yeah, it was, and, it was... and Charlie says, "Call me Serena." Yeah, that's pretty good. Did we did we get it uh, like A minuses or something? What did we give it? You gave an A minus. Kirsten yeah. gave a B plus. I mean, it's it's it is good. It's very good. Um, 
a lot that that's the kind of drama I'm okay with because it is absurd and there's some still some lightheartedness to that episode. Um, but I think I remember just saying it wasn't quite classic enough, like the uh, right the previous one maybe. You had that note a lot. You were giving quite a I'm few wh- A minuses, not so many yeah, A's. Yeah, I think we're looking for more uh, scenes like that train scene to to really cap off yes. a classic episode. So let's get into the top two, the ones that stood out. Uh, we have. At 3.8 GPA, I gave this one an A. You and Mel both gave it an A minus. It is the season finale, The Wrong Goodbye. And it's the one we just covered. A lot happened. I, I don't think we have to uh, wonder why this is uh, graded so highly. Great episode. Yeah, fantastic episode. A little messy, I think, was my main note. But still great. Yes. And then number one, the only episode this season that had a perfect 4.0, maybe speaking to the quality of the season. Last season had four for f- perfect oh, 4.0s. This was the only, an and this was the toughest one to get a 4.0 because there was four guests. Whoa. Me, you, Michelle, and Liz wow. all gave it a perfect A. It is the mid-season finale, The Townie. Of course, the one where they finally figure out what happened, what's going on with Juliet. They track her down in Connecticut. Blair and Dan team up for the first time. They're on a road trip. Damien joins for what, cause whatever reason. They pick him up in Connecticut. Just so we're getting flashbacks, we're figuring out what happened with Ben, what happened with Juliet. It is so, it is such a good, like, it is a genuinely good episode of this show. Yeah, and then the two of them are, like, sort of Gossip Girl skeptics, too. So that the fact that they came on for an episode that they loved, uh, yes. it was something else. Yes, I was very, very happy with this episode. I'm glad that everyone backed me up and gave it an A as well. Uh, so that one gets a 4.0. That is the top uh, graded episode of this so when we factor this in overall now overall we have watched 87 episodes and we do have a new worst episode of all time it is the panic roommate the one that got a 0.67 87 wow. out of 87 and i will say big gap 86 has a 1.47 87 has a 0.67 oh the uh Next closest was the one that Sam gave an F to uh, last season, How to Succeed in Bastness, of course. So that is the next lowest one, but a, a big gap there. Uh, I have a question. Did, only... do, you, do you think there will be an episode that gets a zero? I think it's possible. Do you, you, like, Wait till we get to you don't have to say anything in... like, specific, but like, in your head. Do you, no, can you pinpoint not an one in your head? In, in my head that is jumping out as the absolute worst, but um, okay. the season six all kind of blends together for me. Uh so we'll see. Okay. There's currently uh, the bottom six episodes are all under 2.0 uh, with The Grandfather Part 2, The Lady Vanished, Summer Kind of Wonderful, War at the Roses, How to Succeed in Bestness, and Panic Roommate. And I did notice, I believe that it's out of the bottom 14 episodes, eight were from this season, season four. Oh, wow. Makes up a lot of it. That's interesting. So, do you, take the, not, do you uh, calculate the mean GPA of yeah, uh, each episode? Of each season, sorry. No, I don't. I should do that. Maybe I'll go back and, and do that, and we'll figure out which season had the best. I, I'll do that for the for the last season uh, recap. Cool. All right, cool. So, well, we can say uh, numerically and statistically which season was the best. Exactly. But yeah, eight eight episodes out of the 22 episodes in season four are in the bottom yeah. well, I mean, I think this overall. stat in particular kind of shows that this is probably the least, uh, the, the, the lowest graded season. Yes, for sure. So let's see. Um... The I, I mentioned the bottom seven six episodes. Uh, to round out the bottom ten here, we have Sixteen Year Old Virgin as the seventh worst, The Princesses and the Frog of season four as the eighth worst, Empire of the Sun, While You Weren't Sleeping, The Kids Not Alright, all that 
all those tied in season four with the 2.43, they are all uh, tied for that last spot in the bottom 10. And so let's, at some point I'll, I'll post this. When, when the list is finished, I'll also post this so people, people can see. Uh, yeah. We, uh, Easy J that we covered, the, the ones that were all tied there, the undergraduates, Goodbye Columbia, Easy J, uh, Shattered Bass, all tied for 19th place. So kind of the last entries there into the top 20. Um, we have The Wrong Goodbye, which was our second best episode, tied for 14th place overall. And then our top 10 episodes, uh, which is perfect because we have 10 episodes now that are a perfect 4.0. Um, just missing the cut, Oh Brother, Where Bart Thou, which is the episode uh, where uh, Art's funeral, where, where Chuck oh. has that, a, a big Chuck episode there. And the oh, pilot, yeah. uh, they're the ones that just miss out oh. on the, the top on the 10. Top 10. That's right. And then so we have the townie with a 4.0 joining. And this is what we have is ranked nine through one here. Uh, Poison Ivy, the third episode overall where uh, Blair has Serena says that Serena has a drug problem. And that's why she was at the Ostroff Center. And they have their their big moment in the rain at the mm, end of it. Classic. Uh, we have number eight, the X-Files, the one where that random girl Amanda is there and gets her hair neared off. Uh, classic <laughs> classic <laughs> hijinks there. Classic. Uh, seven. The Wrath of Khan, which is the episode where Georgina comes back and has her iconic uh, saying, uh, someone tell Jesus that the bitch is back. Oh, yeah. Uh, number six, They Shoot Humphreys, Don't They? The famous threesome episode with Dan, Vanessa, and Olivia mm -hmm. Burke. Top five now. Number five is Ex-Husbands and Wives. That is the uh, season three penultimate episode where everyone teams up to try to take down Uncle Billy Baldwin. Oh, yes. Number four. Serena also rises. That is the episode where Chuck and Dan go to jail because Dan is writing his Charlie Trout story. Imagine they ever became friendly again. That that was like looking like it was gonna come back and forth, and it was just like a I know and two they, episode thing. And that's why that episode is is so special because it really yeah, it is, is one of the only episodes where they are together like that. They thank God they kept Nate and him pals, but otherwise, yes. Um, number three, Dervatrola, of course, the episode where Blair and Chuck hook up in the limo for the first time. Two, that start of the treasure. Really. That's crazy. That that's such an iconic episode. Just because it starts, what becomes the show's main couple. Yep. Um, number two, the treasure of Serena Madre, which is the season three Thanksgiving episode. The one Thanksgiving episode that Brendan actually admitted was good. Uh, of course, the <laughs> classic "What you say" moment where everyone storms off from the table. Yeah. Who could forget that? Is and that then number uh, one? It was Rufus's big joke too. <laughs> uh, that's what I call Plymouth Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number one, the iconic. Lily flashback episode Valley Girls. Uh, I mean, there's nothing like that. that that's like a, such a standalone. Cause it's its own style in general. It's nothing's going to touch it. I have to ask: the townie is in the top ten, but where in the top ten should we place it? I feel like it should be pretty high. I'm looking at it as a top four episode, perhaps. And you tell me if I'm off here with somewhere along with, with Valley Girls, uh, the season three Thanksgiving episode, and Victor Vitrola. That's our top three right now. I think, can we say that the townie is better than the episode where Dan and Chuck go to jail? Yeah, I think that's okay. I think the top three are maybe untouchable for and now. And then we'll put the townie at number four. Yeah, I think you could slot it right in there. All right, so that is what I'm going to do. And bear with me as I make a change to this note here. I'm going to cut this over here. I'm going to copy it over there. Let it be. Let it be. Let it And then, uh, you know... You you can vamp for a little while I'm doing this if you want if you want. No, I don't feel like it. Oh, okay. Let's know. just do dead air for a little bit. <laughs> okay, great. And, 
Right, so now we have our new top ten, which is number ten. Poison yeah, I, well, so number I, what nine. I was gonna pretend. Oh, now you want to vamp? Yeah, I was gonna pretend to vamp. Okay, great. And now great. I thought of something, but I, was, I really uh, wonder if in season five or six we're gonna have anything else that cracks this top ten. I don't think so, from what you've been saying. But it would be interesting if there's like uh, some really good bangers. I, I don't know to what degree they stink. If there's like a couple gems in the rough, or if it's all like one stinky steam pile throughout. Uh, but yeah, from what you say, I, I would be surprised if anything else cracks the top ten. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think if there's any iconic... There's a fun episode that happens in Season 5 that I don't know if it's good, but it, it is it is fun. But mostly, there mm. it's either going to be boring, frustrating, or absurd. So we we you will see. There could be some... Maybe we embrace it at some point. Maybe. These episodes end up getting graded well. Who knows? It depends on the guests, too. Guests will uh, I, all have different feelings on things. Will I ever give an A? Will there be another 4.0 episode? We'll see. Uh, very exciting here. So number 10, Poison Ivy. Number 9, The X-Files. Number 8, The Wrath of Khan. Uh, someone told Jesus that the bitch is back. Number 7, The Threesome Episode. Number 6, Ex-Husbands and Wives featuring Billy Baldwin. Number 5, Dan and Chuck go to jail. Number 4, The Townie. Number 3, Victor Vitrola. Number 2, What You Say, Thanksgiving. And number 1, Lily, Flashback, Valley Girls. That is our top 10 episodes through four seasons. Very exciting. Very exciting. It's confirmed this is the official list, and no one can say otherwise. That's right. Put it on the, in the wiki. All right, let's see who won the most MVP points. I, I, I will tell you, when I was going through these MVPs and the, these LVPs, I will say, more than any other season, I was shocked at the wow, results. I'd love to hear. I mean, you know what? A big part of that was, I'm sure, which is part of my disappointment of what's about to happen, is that Jenny didn't get a lot of chances here. It sucks. What? Jenny, Jenny didn't get a lot of chances in this season. That is true. So that it's, it's true. tough because for um, a long time, she was one of our, our biggest uh, winners of, of these medals. Uh, and through, through two seasons, she had the most MVPs. Yeah, uh, and, and she got cut off halfway through the season and wasn't in all of it in the beginning of the season either. So she uh, one of our biggest award winners leaving the show, I think, leaves a lot of room for craziness. That's right, and I think... Uh, one cast member now with Jenny out of the way may end up running away with this, but we'll we'll see. Um, we had 19 people receive MVP points this season. Uh, seven way tie for 14th. So they each only got one. We have Dan Humphrey only got one MVP point all season, which was surprising to me because, as I said, Dan and Blair carried the entire second half of the season. Yeah, it's hard, but I yeah, guess if I, you're I, looking anything... at a Dan and Blair storyline, you tend to give the MVP to Blair. Exactly, I was going to say too. Yep, if, if between, between the two of them, if they're both having a great episode Blair's better than Dan no matter what like even even yeah, so if, Dan's best episode and Blair's worst episode Blair's right. better I think if you gave uh if you kept track of like honorary second place points I think Dan would maybe would rack up a bunch of those yeah, we, but, we liked him all season long for the most part you were the only one that gave Dan good an MVP point this season in Empire of the Sun yeah, we also have a lot of Dan also, haters in the show that come on Oh, I know. I, I think again, he was the one that had the most guest LVP points. This yeah, year. people just come uh, on with an agenda. Yeah, they, 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 without context, they just like you know what? I hate him all series yeah. long. I'm I'm bringing him with me. So Dan had one MVP point. He has as many MVP points as Florence of Florence and the Machine fame in the that's, that's in the fair. worst ranked episode of all time. Haley Strong could not find anyone to give an MVP <laughs> to, so she gave it to Florence of Florence and the Machine, who, who do have an appearance. The, I believe the only musical guest to receive an MVP point besides Lady Gaga so far. And both in uh, great company. 
Yep, in great company. So Florence has an MVP. Uh, Damien, Damien Delgard had got, I believe, his first MVP point. I do. Chuck the, the more Bass. you say these things already, like I, I'm feeling like I'm. It's all coming back to me. And I, we, our guests had some really interesting uh, MVPs this, this year. <laughs> did, yes, Damien got an MVP from me this season. Actually, actually, actually I believe that uh, Lita randomly gave him an MVP last season. So I think that was his second MVP. Okay. Uh, number fourteen. Oh, tied for fourteen as well. Chuck only got one MVP point Bad all season. season. Bad season. And it was from you all the way back in the first half of the season. I guess uh, I'm Juliet the only Chuck here anymore. Apparently. I don't know if you want to be bragging about that. I don't. Uh, also, his buddy, Nate Archibald. All the Gossip Girl men. Dan, only one MVP. I'm amazed that Chuck, he even had one. one MVP. He hasn't even been Nate, here this season. Only one, Nate got the MVP from me in the same episode. Juliet doesn't live here anymore. So whatever Nate, the Nate, Nate was and Chuck story was. this season. He, was, he really was. Mode. If it was most games of pool played, he would get it. Yeah. Um, something else surprising. After getting 10 MVPs last season, her big coming out, Rhoda, only with one MVP ten, all wow. season four. She, didn't have, she, she really didn't takes have a lot a step to do this back. season, unfortunately. Yeah, she has a big season last season. She really takes a step back this season. And me and you gave her none. It was Naomi that gave her her only MVP. Thank God for Naomi. And then another main character, Serena, with only one MVP all season, which I don't believe is a surprise. No, that's, I'm surprised she that's got fine. one. I'm sure she'll have more LVP. She'll be negative for sure this season. And then you were the only one that gave her an MVP in the fourth season, Touch of Eva. Don't know what it was for. It was probably something stupid like, <laughs> she had such good hair in this episode. I got to give her an MVP. Did you just cut that from the episode? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I took a clip. <laughs> um, we have a five-way tie for ninth place. These are the characters that had two MVPs each. We have Eric Vanderwoodson, Serena's brother, Eric, doubled her total. Uh, two MVPs. And Brendan, both from you. You gave him his both of his MVPs. Good for me. I, you know, I, I love giving a, a good send-off MVP. Yeah, and that is exactly what you did. Only two for Eric, a light season for him. Brendan, surprised me. Vanessa got not one, but two wow. MVPs this season. <laughs> one of them was my fault. I'm sorry. One of them was from Mel. I'm not sorry. Not surprising yeah. there. And the other one was from you, Brendan. The first ever host MVP to Vanessa. It, we're, we're out here making history. That's what it's all about. I, I do it for the clicks, baby. <laughs> Another surprise was... Um, Rufus, he had two MVPs. Two? After, How did he, he have got he one MVP? He got one MVP in season one, one MVP in season two, one MVP in season three. He's on fire. Instead of, instead of keeping the trend by getting one every season, he doubled his total. He might not Rufus, be negative this season. Rufus and Vanessa each had more MVPs than Serena, Nate, Chuck, Dan, Dorota. They had two each. <laughs> That's crazy. Rufus, and I will say, Rufus, both of his MVPs came from me this season. Because I think I like how they were using Rufus in the background, saying stupid things. <laughs> Good for you, Roof Daddy Hump. Good for you. You're welcome, Rufus, for me giving you those points. Uh, tied with him is, of course, everyone's favorite boss, Epperly. She got an MVP from both of us in the worst episode of the season, The Panic Roommate. I, I think she was the only highlight of the episode for us, mm. besides, of course, Florence of Florence and the Machine fame. You can, you can really uh, make out well if you're the only good part, only bright light in the bad episode. I was going to say, you really make out well if you uh, go on a date with Nate Archibald. Yeah, that's that she does also Guy kisses. <laughs> and then the other person to get two MVPs in this season is Eleanor Waldorf. Good for her. Good for her. She earned that. I gave her one, and uh, Felipe gave him one. She's not around much, so I'm glad she uh, made an, an impact while she was around. She does. She racks up a couple. Uh, not as much as her as her beau, as Cyrus, who in a four-way tie for fifth place here, Cyrus gets three MVPs. Go, and Cyrus. I will tell you, 
They were all in the same episode. Me, you, and Kirsten all gave him wow. MVP in the one. I believe it was the only a episode King he Sweet. was in this season. So he makes the mo- King Sweet. <laughs> he makes the most of the one episode that he's in and gets himself all the way up for a tie in fifth place. That's uh, it's impressive. Very impressive work. Also up there is another favorite recurring character, Georgina gets three MVPs. Uh, me and Mel both gave her an MVP in the season finale, and you gave her an MVP in the season premiere. So she really wow, bookended she, the oh, season well. Her. I mean, was she only around for those two episodes? She, I think she might have been in the first two. She might leave at the end okay. of the second episode, and then she comes back for the season finale. Yeah, so she does beginnings and ends, and that's pretty much it for and, Georgina. And when she's here, she's great. Absolutely. Um, so she also gets three. And a tie is everyone's favorite new recurring character, soon to be main character, Charlie Rhodes, aka Ivy, got three MVPs in her first season. And she was only in the last five episodes. So yeah, she three points, not bad at all. No, she's great. I, th- I think Two she from was, me. You, I remember you saying when she was coming on, too, that she was kind of polarizing. But uh, for the most part, people seem to like her that we talked to. Yes. Um, we'll see if people still like her now that she's Ivy and not mm-hmm. Charlie. Um, We'll see if that changes people's opinions. But uh, I gave her two. Kevin Irving gave him one. And Brendan, you gave her no MVPs this season, even though you're singing her praises right now. Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> Not bad. And then rounding out the uh, the four-way tie here, Nick Thorpe. Thorpey himself got wow. three MVPs. I would have said one from, didn't give him any. One from me. One for, you did not give him any. One from yeah. me, one from Dom, and one from Colin. That's and in three Thorpe, separate man. episodes. He was racking up the, the points in three separate episodes. He was yeah, doing his job well. He was. When, when, before he comes back for the last two episodes and ruins everything, uh, he was doing right. his job well. He definitely was. I, th- I think he was just too big of a, a villain type for me. And he was just, I don't know. I didn't like his speeches. I, I, I thought he delivered a monologue well. Um, so let's get in to the core four here, the, the four biggest MVP getters. Uh, in alphabetical order, I will say that they are Blair... Jenny, Juliet, and Lily. Any surprises there? I mean, I'm a little surprised with Jenny. I guess we, we really hammered yeah. home Jenny when she was around, so good for her. That's impressive work on her part. The rest, I'm not surprised, and I'm, I'm glad. Do you have a prediction with how they will, will finish? Um, Blair up top. Easy. Mm-hmm. Not confirming, just acknowledging that I heard. Yeah. Uh, and the rest, did you want me to give? Yeah, sure. Uh, who, who's the other one? You said Lily, Jenny, and the, who's the fourth? Juliet. Um, Juliet was a tough... If we were doing, um, overall, like, net gains here, I would say Juliet would be towards the bottom. But I, I definitely think she had a, a pretty good run until she got ruined later on. Um, I'll go with Jenny, number two, Juliet, number three, and Lily at the bottom, because Lily didn't have that much to do this season. So I, I imagine the episode she had a full episode, she did pretty well, but otherwise didn't get too many MVPs. Yeah, there, there are some surprises here because uh, obviously Blair's in the whole season, but Lily, Jenny, and Juliet, both not in really the entire season. Lily had some time off. Jenny obviously only in four episodes, and Juliet only in the first half of season four, but I, I, they're making the most of their time. Let's get into it. Number four with four MVP points here is Juliet at wow. four. Uh, she gets four total. Again, impressive because she's only in the first half. Uh, three of those four, though, came in her queen sweep of Goodbye mm. Columbia. Me, you, and Sam. I mean, that, that'll really help you her. rack them up. If you get a, a queen sweep of really any kind, will. it's really, really helpful. Oh, well. And then I also gave her an MVP in the second episode of the season, Double Identity. So I gave her two MVP points. You and Sam each gave her one. So she gets four here. Number three is Jenny Humphrey. Wow. I will say, she was in 
four episodes in season three. And the first one doesn't even count. Or not the first one. The second one she's in. It, she's only in the last scene where they reveal that the person that Vanessa right. and Juliet are, are FaceTiming with or whatever, or, or Zooming with to team up with Just is Jenny. So she did not get any points in that one. So she's essentially in three episodes. And she was in the entire season last season. And she got five MVP points all season. It was an off season for Jenny. She got five, less than what she got here, and she finished in fourth place. She has a better placement in this season. She finishes third, and she has more MVPs in just the three episodes she's in. She gets six in all. Our show just does some really heavy lifting for Jenny. I'm glad we we are such an ambassador for her as a character, and we are. We will continue to be. So if, if you are a hater, I, fuck, fuck, fuck you, I guess. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, we are. We all gave Jenny a an MVP during her queen sweep of Easy J when uh, she had the fashion show with the whores. Uh, me, you, and Allie all gave her an MVP, and I will say I that. Know I hit her and with then the me, MVP. Um, yes, me and you both did the, the Gaslight episode. We both gave her a send-off MVP. So I gave her three MVPs. Any episode that she was in, besides just being in the last scene, I gave her an MVP. I, I must have I must have known she might be leaving, and I wouldn't yeah, have any yeah. any more chances to give it to her. You gave her two, and then Allie Dwyer gave her the one in Easy J for six total. For two. I can't believe that Lily got more than these people. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I, I did a lot of early work, I guess. I will say... Lily just beats out Jenny here. She's in number two. She gets seven total MVPs it's in the season. And six for me. you said you were doing work. I will say, Brendan, you gave her four of those, okay. of those MVPs. More than half. Uh, the, the second and third episode, I, I think, you know, not much was happening yet. So you were just like, let's give it to Lily. You yeah, the second and third episodes, uh, you gave her in the Witches of Bushwick and in the Kids Stay in the Picture, which is the, uh, the big family reunion episode. You gave it to Lily. Um, I gave her two MVPs in two different episodes and then sam gave her an mvp also in a different episode so she gets wow. seven mvps in seven scattered different across. episodes very impressive scattered across yes yeah. so i gave her two you i, gave her I think four that's even a, a much more difficult route one. to take it definitely is uh so she gets seven overall number one is blair but that is not the news here i, I will say the former um the former single season record of mvps and i say former because i, I will reveal that blair has beaten has, has beaten the, the season the season uh, record. Before, Jenny, in season two, had 14 MVPs out of 22 episodes of the season. Oh, no, 25 episodes. So she had 25 episodes, she had 14. That was the single season record. And that season two has the most episodes of any season. So in a slightly shorter season of only 22 episodes, how many MVP points do you think Blair racked up? I want to go... I don't know, 17? Is that absurd? Blair, Blair has shattered the single season record, which was formerly 14, from Jenny Humphrey. She had, in 22 episodes, 19 Holy MVPs. Cow. I, I oh, thought I was going man. high at 17. I, I gave her four. I only gave her four. Brendan, you gave her six MVPs, which ties your record. So um, we, we had together in, 10. Yep. In season two, you gave... Uh, Lily and Jenny, six MVPs each. You've never given anyone more than six in a season. So uh, Blair ties that for you. Most most MVPs from one from one person. Uh, I was truly falling he, in love this season. He gets six from you. Brendan, you had a stretch where you gave Blair five MVPs in the span of six episodes. <laughs> so that was five of your six. She was and good. then you also gave her one in Petty and Pink. Uh, she And she. this was all like, it happens in stretches. Because we start off. 
when Jenny leaves, Jenny leaves at the end of episode 10. When Jenny left at the end of episode 10, Jenny and Blair were tied with six MVP points each. Wow. And then after that, in she the, really took off. In the, in the uh, mid-season finale with Liz and Michelle, Blair gets a four-person queen sweep, which catapults her up to f- up to ten. Then you're on your stretch where you're giving her an MVP every week. You're giving her five <laughs> out of six episodes MVP. During the Blair and, and so, Dan era. And that reaches us to... She has so she has nineteen MVPs by the time we get to episode nineteen, and then she gets nothing in the last three yeah, episodes. Yeah, so I, from, I, I, from, that rings true to me too because I, I, I feel like I wasn't like a, a huge fan yes. of her chasing around Chuck at that point. Right. So from episodes eleven to nineteen, in that nine episode span, Blair got thirteen MVPs in ni- in nine episodes. I mean, that's going to be a record in itself too. It's abs- I mean, that is uh, that is like Aaron Judge. Yeah. Yeah. So I gave her four. You gave her six. Meg gives her one. Gabe gives her one. Scally was on two episodes this season. Gave Blair an MVP both times he was on, which really makes up for the LVP he gave her in season two, his first time on. Uh, much like Dan getting random straight LVPs, I think guests will come on and just want to give Blair an MVP. Uh, so Chrissy gives her one. Kirsten gives her one. Listen, Michelle both give her one. So one, yeah. two, three, four, hey, she's five, such a fan six, favorite. seven. I think if you come eight, on, you get a, you nine, get a chance to give her something. You're gonna ten. you're gonna do it as long as she's not awful. Oh, and Casual Anna also gave her one. Ten separate people give Blair an MVP in this season. And an amazing, like, a great single season for, for a character, the best we've ever seen. Yeah, it, it may be the best single season record because we'll ever see. who else are you giving MVPs to this this season? There, I mean, we Florence is getting an MVP. Like, I mean, like, you, you run, you run down options. the main cast of characters. Most of them ended up with, like, the one MVP category. Yep. Uh, the rest of them, you're, you're going to give it to... The show's main character, essentially. She became the show's main character. And she I, I'm getting already. pumped up. I'm getting so pumped up about these stats. I hope people are as pumped as I am about about these stats, and they're not just they're not just bored hearing that uh, Blair got I, I five they, out of six. I think they hear you pumped up, and they get pumped up. I, I sure hope so. So I think, I'm pretty sure last every... year, uh, last season's recap was was still one of our our better uh, ranked episodes. Thank God. So I, I think I think uh, the first two were maybe a little bit lower, and. I guess there was some momentum built, and people. I All think right. people like to tune into this one. God. So every main cast member gets at least one MVP. A lot of them only got one MVP. Dan, Chuck, Nate, and Serena all with only one. But everyone did get at least one. Uh, most MVPs for me this season, I gave Blair four. I gave Jenny three. And then Lily, Juliet, Charlie, and Rufus get two each for me. Most MVPs from you, Brendan, you gave Blair six. You gave Lily four. And you gave Jenny and Eric two each. And then most MVPs from our guests... Blair got nine from our guests, and the only other person to get multiple MVPs from our guests was Big Russell Thorpe with two. That's a huge gap. That's nuts. It's <laughs> a huge gap, yes. Um, I did forget to give stats on the episodes. For these episodes, I gave six A's for the episodes this season, which uh, not too out of character. I gave uh, eight in season two, I believe, and six last season, uh, or maybe eight last season and six the season before. One, one of the two. Uh, the Townie, The Wrong Goodbye, Goodbye Columbia, Shattered Bass, Gaslit, and Juliet Doesn't Live Here Anymore each got A's from me. That's around as many A's as I give in a season. Brendan, do you remember how many A's you gave this season? Uh, I think one. You gave two, two. And it was the least amount of A's. You gave The Townie an A, and you gave Easy J an A. Okay. And then my lowest grade was an F for The Panic Roommate. Your lowest grade was an F for War at the Roses. Only three guests gave an A this season. After last season, where... Everyone we're came throwing in around and like crazy last gave season. a. We're throwing them around. Only three A's this season. Uh, Gabe of Young Culture fame gave an A in his episode, and then Michelle and Liz each gave an A for the townie. And our lowest guest grade was Haley Strong gave a D minus for the worst episode of all time of Gossip Girl. So I really do get pumped up is, when the, a guest A gets thrown in there. 
Oh yeah, for sure. So you, you don't uh, expect. Uh, that. I think I think we both give a big like, whoa, wow, I never yeah, that happened. Yeah, hey, um, never forget Colin Stone who gave the first A ever Very in, uh, in season two. Uh, really I, I also I like. I, I'm getting kind of pumped up to give a like a hard F. It's like fuck this episode, big fat. <laughs> I'm excited to give a, a nasty F. Nasty F. All right, so let's see where. Now that we have our season four MVPs, where they rank overall. So these are all the characters that just have one MVP in four seasons of the show, and that is Florence of the Machine fame, Ursula, Olivia Burke, Josh Ellis, Brandeis, the sex worker, oh. uh, Lady Gaga, Maureen Vanderbilt, Patrick Swayze got a stray MVP <laughs> from, my, from me in one episode, uh, Elliot, I believe the guy that kisses Chuck Bass, uh, Dr. Billy Baldwin has one MVP, Carol, Aunt Carol has an MVP, Wes, uh, Jenny's boyfriend of one episode julian has an mvp don't know who that is nelly has an mvp nelly yuki rachel carr somehow has an mvp from dom of course <laughs> lexi with an mvp emma with an mvp gossip girl herself with an mvp and everyone's favorite minion penelope with one mvp so they all have one and then that leaves us with 20 people so to round out the top 20 a three-way tie for 18th place with two mvps each Epperly, blair's boss Amy and Dalgard, and of course Horace with one MVP in each of the Classic episodes that he Horace. was in. Each have two to round out the top 20. Um, Four-way tie for 14th place. Vanessa now is in 14th wow. place with three MVPs. She's catapulted up. Oh, wow. Tied with tied with Eleanor Waldorf, Charlie Rhodes, and Big Ruffle, Russell Thorpe. Any surprises there? I mean, a little bit. It's it is kind of funny still that after all this time in a great season, she's still tied with Russell Thorpe. So I'm glad that she's still. <laughs> down there i mean we're, we're slowly getting to some uh some all-time leaders here yeah we're really in a uh in a log jam here still 13th is going to be juliet with four 12th is going to be rufus with his one mvp a season plus a bonus one this season he's in he's got five total and then number 11 just missing the top 10 is cyrus rose with seven i guess cyrus is maybe isn't a small fraction of these episodes so yes yeah, so uh, hopefully he can he can squeak into the top 10 eventually but uh maybe not top 10 probably not going to be too many surprises number 10 with 10 total mvps is dan which in four seasons you'd think he'd have more than 10 but an awful uh season for him with with only one so i know making up any ground. So he is and just beating him out with 11 mvps is georgina who's in substantially less episodes she is in ninth place with 11 mvps makes the most of the time she's here yeah literally in three this this season yep. Two-way tie for seventh. Nate and Eric each have 13 MVP I'm points total. Serena's up this high. Yes, a tie for fifth. Speaking of Serena, Serena and Dorota are tied with 14, th 14 each. Well, that, that's uh, at least someone like Dorota's up there with her. Yeah, Serena's very uh, very up and down. She gets, she racks up these MVPs, but then she has a lot of LVPs too. Um, yeah, sure. Number four with 18 MVPs is Chuck, who half of his MVPs came last season. He got nine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it was season two. Season two, he got nine, I think. Okay, I, I mean, he still but, had a much better season last season. It wasn't this season one too. three. Either way, I, just, I remember his, we, we we liked him still a lot last season. We were Chuck boys. Yes, we were Chuck boys indeed. Yeah, it was it was season it was season two that he got uh, nine of his MVPs. Number three, thanks to you probably is Lily with twenty three MVPs. I mean, when we started the show, did you ever expect this much fandom of this sort of minor character? <laughs> I mean, Lily is a great character. I expected yeah. her to do well. I did not expect it, expect you to take such a liking to her, though. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, she she is a main cast member, sort of, but uh, a lot of times we'll just take a back seat. 
But when she when she's yes. there, she she's really important. Very, very important and very, very beautiful. Very important to you, for sure. Yeah. Number two, once a leader in the clubhouse, Jenny Humphrey, uh, hasn't had a big opportunity to rack up these points. She has 33 I hope, I hope she stays at least top five uh, at the end of the series. It's tough. People are going to crawl up there, but uh, I hope she can, even after her, her run has ended, she can stay. I mean, keep in mind that she... Uh, hold on, sorry. I'm getting uh, getting a little lost in the sauce right now. I'm uh, keep in mind getting a call. <laughs> that there are only 34 episodes left, and she has 33 points. And the people that could beat her in the top five, tied for fifth place, are Dorota and Serena with only 14. Oh wow! So she's kind of she solidified a a top three spot, maybe. I think Jenny certainly has a. Uh, I would say it's going to be hard for her to fall out of like the top. Three or four, like really? Yeah. And it's like, and and let's go ballistic with Lily, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> maybe Lily can catch it, but Chuck has eighteen. Maybe, maybe Chuck has a strong last two seasons, and he and he does. Yeah, maybe catch Jenny. We'll see. I, I, I and think number even one for me, I think it would be absurd if uh, Lily caught her. I, I don't think that would be right. Yeah. Um, number one, Blair is really running away with this. Blair has forty-eight MVPs wow. through the first four. What do you think? Do you think she can that, catch? Uh, I mean, what's a tough number? With the, it's hard to say with this amount of episodes left. I, I think she can catch sixty. I think she can certainly catch sixty. Can she catch seventy? No. If it was a full be- a full six seasons, maybe. But uh, with a season and a half left, I'd say maybe not. We'll see. Um, I th- I mean, she basically has this number one spot clinched, though. Jenny is 15 points behind her, but Jenny is done. Lily, the the highest-ranking active player is Lily. With 23, she's 25 points behind Blair. Yeah, she's in there. Even if yeah, Blair's, if we, if we kicked Blair off the show, she would not catch her. You'd still have it, yeah. So, very impressive from Blair here. I mean, I knew that she was going to uh, be, a, be a clear favorite here, so no surprise here. Um Let's do the LVPs now. We Let's have 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. 19 piece pool also got LVPs. And the uh, looks like 10 people who each got one LVP. Blair got an LVP this this season. So not a perfect season from Blair, even though was she got me? 19 MVPs. And then it was you. Yeah, yeah. In the penultimate episode, you gave Blair an LVP. Yeah, the famous episode where I... I uh, victimized <laughs> Blair. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, Nate also got an LVP to go with his MVP. Uh, Kevin Irving gave him his LVP point because uh, he didn't understand why Nate wouldn't just lie. Uh, I, I guess good point. <laughs> From what I remember, good point. Um, I regret to tell you, Brendan, Lily got an LVP this season as well. I know it wasn't me. I would never do such a thing. It was Scally. That's sick fuck. Um, I will say Just Mrs. Captain me. and and Archibald got an LVP this season from me. I couldn't uh, miss an opportunity to give yes. to give Anne yes. one final LVP. Um, Colin gave Colin did not. Oh, Colin does get multiple LVPs actually. The the character, but Colin Stone, the guest, <laughs> gave Mrs. Cynthia Sharp, Juliet and Ben's mom, an LVP, and then Eric got another LVP this season. Wow, it must have been Felipe during his gave, uh, his drug days. 
must have been. Felipe gave Eric an LVP. And to go along with Eric's drug days, Damian Delgard got an LVP to go with his MVP. Uh, Brendan, you gave Damian an LVP, uh, mostly at the incel Damian in the flashbacks was the reason you gave Damian uh, yeah, the LVP. Yeah, what a creep. <laughs> and then Gossip Girl herself got an LVP from Sam in Goodbye Columbia. Because this was during the era where... Uh, Gossip Girl was really just reporting fake news all over the place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Her credibility was really tarnished. In not, yeah, not even one episode. It was, it was a couple. Yeah. Uh, this one surprised me. Baby Milo racked up a stray LVP. <laughs> Brendan, you gave a baby an LVP for some reason. <laughs> what did this Deserved baby do it. to you? Deserved it. <laughs> so Brendan gives Baby Milo an LVP. And then... Uh, I've actually usually pretty rational with my LVPs. Like, <laughs> I went rogue. And then... You also gave uh, Dr. Billy Baldwin an LVP in the season premiere. I do not remember Billy Baldwin being in the season premiere. He shouldn't but have been there, and it was, I think it was absurd that anyone uh, like talked to him or something. Maybe it was just that the mention of him that, that gave you an LVP. I, I can't even remember, but he got an LVP. So we are in the top nine now. There's a four-way tie for sixth place. They have two LVPs each. Big Russell Thorpe may have gotten three MVPs, but he has two LVPs to go with it. Me in the penultimate episode and you in the finale. Uh, Thorpe just has a, a massive downfall in those last two episodes, so no surprise that he racked up a couple of LVPs. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a murderer and then wants to murder again. It's bad. Yeah. Bad stretch. Uh, to go with Rufus's two MVPs, he got two LVPs. You gave him one and Chrissy gave, gave him one. All right, so he's, he's still himself. At the end of the okay. Day. He's, he's, you know, you can't have a, positive, a net positive Rufus season. No, of course not. Uh, Colin, not Colin Stone, but Colin Forrester, uh, the professor that Serena Dates got two, uh, one from you and one from Allie Dwyer. And then Juliet Sharp, who got some MVPs, was also going to get a couple of LVPs because, uh, you know, when she does succeed in some episodes, but she does fail in some episodes, too. Yeah, she gets a little loopy, too, towards the end of her run. Yes, me and Gabe gave her an L one LVP each. And then number five. Chuck Bass somehow only got four. I mean, it was mostly just a nothing season for him until the end when he starts getting abusive. When uh, so That's probably more he, somebody racked him up then. Right. So he gets four. Um, a net negative season for Chuck. I believe the first for wow. him. Wow. Yeah, it's a sign of the times. He got two LVPs from me, one from you, and one from Dom. All right. Sorry, Chucky. You're, uh, Sorry, you're Chucky. In, oh, worse than Rufus territory. I will say. There was a very exciting four-way race for most LVPs this season. It was it was a four-horse race. People, okay, four these horses, four characters see. were racking up. Okay, LVPs. Ben, ben for sure. Mm -hmm. Vanessa. He's there. Yep, she's there. Uh, hmm. Who else? Some drawing blanks. You can go ahead. Dan and Serena. Whoa. So Dan, oh, yeah, you were saying, you were saying a, that, yeah. Was a, was a fun season for Dan. He only gets one MVP, but he is in the that top so four unfortunate. LVPs. Uh, ben in not that many episodes that he's in. Impressive that he's here. Vanessa also doesn't have as many episodes. Impressive that she's here. And then Serena, I don't think it's any surprise. Uh, yeah, she has a, so, but it is, it is very close. So do you have a prediction which uh, they were separated by one LVP each? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so I'll, have a prediction I'll go. Of how they finished. I'll go Ben, Vanessa, Dan, Serena. Ben being most. Ben, Vanessa. What was it? Ben, ben, ben with most, the most, Vanessa with Vanessa, the second most. Dan, Serena. All right. Number four with nine LVPs. A jump up from, from four, the four that Chuck has. With nine LVPs, it is 
Vanessa, which wow. is, I think, surprising because I think she has her worst season. I mean, the first <laughs> half. Yeah, really. It's just that she's not in a bunch of episodes, which helps. Yeah. The first half that is, is like nearly killing Serena. Uh, teaming up with Juliet, nearly killing Serena, and then throwing Jenny under the bus for it and not taking accountability for it at all, yeah. and then disappearing. I forget she how much back. she's not in the season because she was in so much. Right. She had such an impact the last few episodes. Then she takes five episodes off. She comes back, and she gets shit on by every single <laughs> character, and then seals Dan's book, publishes it anonymously, and then leaves forever. So that is an insane series of events. We did our part, Brendan. We gave her four LVPs each. Good. Kirsten gave her an LVP as well. So that was the it? guests Just... were not doing their part. Wow, only one person. Us and Kirsten, this. yeah, us and Kirsten were the only ones pulling our weight here to get Vanessa LVPs. Yeah, that's on them. That's on you guys, the listeners. Absolutely. So Vanessa had nine. Number three with ten. It rhymes with ten. It's Ben, which is impressive. He's not in the full season. Yeah. He racks up ten LVPs here. Uh, I did a lot of the heavy lifting here. I gave Ben five. Hey, you LVPs. give it whenever I you think, got, got the chance, honestly. I think, yeah, I think there was a stretch where I gave Ben five L, his five LVPs in a, in a span of six episodes. Uh, you only gave him two, and Liz and Michelle and Sam uh, each gave him one. Okay, yeah. So that's that's uh, that's that one's my bad. <laughs> Vanessa's, you guys. <laughs> Vanessa's uh, Ben's my bad. Um, the episode while you weren't sleeping was the episode where uh, me, you, and Sam each gave him an LVP, whatever the opposite of a, of a king sweep is. He got all three LVPs there, so that was nice. So yeah, he gets 10. Very impressive or unimpressive showing for Ben, depending on how you look at it. Uh, number two, with 11 LVPs, someone who I said had a good season, Dan Humphrey, the second most LVP. So I couldn't believe right. it. I went back and read it. Like People just come on here. And give Dan LVP. I mean, I will say, me and you gave him three each. So we are not. All right. We're not. We, totally we are complicit here. We are not yeah. clean. Um, for me, they were all in the first half of the season. I was going to say, maybe well, it must have been a lot in the beginning with like, the baby no, there stuff. Were, there were two in the first half and then one in the first episode of the second half. And then you, gave, you gave him two in the first half as well. And then you did give him one in the second half. So I. Also had a couple of down down periods there, but so we gave him three each. Mel was on two seasons, or not two seasons, two episodes this season, and she gave Dan an LVP in both of the episodes she was on. So harsh. Uh, it's, it's, really, Scally, it's really spiteful. It is. And then Scally, Naomi, and Casual Anna each gave him one each. So 11 total. That poor guy. So I, what's, and Serena's total is 12. Serena, Serena gets 12 LVPs. <laughs> I don't think it was. If I wasn't giving it to Ben, I was giving it to Serena. I give Serena four LVPs. Brendan, you gave her six of her 12 nice. LVPs. This you, is, this is the, the, the true turnaround season where. Not, I don't think I was on Serena's side. For, I haven't been on her side for a long time now, but this is the season where I was like, Serena officially like really sucks and I don't like her at all, and Blair is queen bitch. Yeah. You can't even defend anything. And then uh, Meg and Haley. Also gave Serena an LVP for her 12. So it was a very exciting four-horse race to see who was going to rack up the most. Uh, and it ends up being Serena. So congratulations to Serena. Congrats. And let's see where that places everyone. I will say, Vanessa, for someone who is universally regarded as the worst character, has not had a season yet where she has been uh, in sole possession of the most LVPs. You know, something... Something like there's some, when people are right there in front of you and it's so obvious you just you don't give them it's the true. award you know. In season one, she had six LVPs, but Serena had seven, so Serena got the most in season one. In season two, 
Rufus had the single season record with 13 LVPs. Wow, that was uh, a really tough Rufus season. That was like overparenting, annoying yep, Rufus season. Yep. Last season, Vanessa had nine LVPs, but Chuck also had nine LVPs last season, mm. uh, much more than he had this season. So and she so they tied tie. for the record. Okay, yeah. She tied last season, and then this season, Vanessa in fourth. Three people had more LVPs than Vanessa this season, which good for her. But another nine she racks up, and. Serena comes very close to the single season record of 13, but she falls just short with 12. I, I think there's a chance if Vanessa's in every episode this season that she would have taken it. Yes, for sure. But unfortunately, she had some time off. Uh, let's see where these... Well, every main cast member gets at least one LVP, except for Jenny, who was only in three episodes. So tough tough to count her. Yeah. Um, most LVPs for me, I gave Ben five. I gave Vanessa and Serena four each. I gave Dan three, and I gave Chuck two. Most LVPs from you, Brendan. You gave Serena six, Vanessa four, Dan three, and Ben two. And the most LVPs from our guests. Dan racked up five guest LVPs, Ben got three, and Serena got two. And Jenny finishes her time on Gossip Girl, never getting an LVP from a guest, which I thought was a wow, fun Wow, that is interesting. So for such the controversial character that she is, yeah. no guest came That's on crazy, and could actually. justify giving her an LVP ever. I like that. All right, let's see where everyone factored into the overall LVPs. The people with one LVP each. Baby Milo, Amy and Delgard, Cynthia Sharp, Casey, Jimmy Fallon got a stray LVP <laughs> from me, uh, Jonathan, Eric's boyfriend, Olivia Burke, uh, Lawyer Doug, Andy the Rapist, uh, <laughs> Zoe and Jessica the Minions shared an LVP, the pervy cab driver got an LVP, uh, <laughs> Gabriel, played by disgraced cannibal Army Hammer, got an LVP, George W. Bush with an LVP, oh, yeah. Poppy, Ian Baruby, everyone's favorite minion, Penelope, with an LVP, Lord Marcus with one, Laurel with one, uh, RIP to Pete Fairman, who gets his one LVP, and the hedge fund bro, who uh, tries to make out with a 14-year-old Jenny, gets one oh, LVP classic. as well. So, next up, we have eight people who got two each. Um, that is Asher, the uh, <laughs> Eric's secret boyfriend who drops the, the F-slur. Uh, Eleanor <laughs> Waldorf, <laughs> someone named L. Vanessa's mom, Gabriella, gets two. Gossip Girl herself has two. Big Russell Thorpe has two. Colin Forrester and Juliet Sharp have two each. Um, and then we also have an eight-way tie for 18th. These are the characters that have three each. We have Dr. Billy with three. Eric... Vander Woodson with three, unfortunately. And his mommy as well, Lily Vander Woodson with three. Um, mm -hmm. Also, Chuck's mommy, Elizabeth, with three. Holland, Uncle Jack Bass. It's so, it's such a shame that Uncle Jack Bass still only has three LVPs, yeah, even though nuts. he is terrible. Uh, CC with three. Allison Humphrey with three. Mrs. Captain has broken out of that. Mrs. Captain jumps up to four. So Mrs. Captain, Miss Carr, and. Uh, wow, Miss Carr. It says Catherine. Yep, have four each. They're in a tie for fourth. Dude, this is a fun little uh, trip down memory lane. It really is. We have a three-way tie for 12th. Jenny Humphrey, Aaron Rose, and the Captain Howie Aaron Archibald Rose, each have Lord. five. What a trio there. Uh, Aaron Rose, <laughs> the Captain, and Jenny Humphrey. Yeah, no, 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 nothing like it. I'd like to see the three of them hang out. And now let's get into our top ten. We have a three-way tie for ninth. Art Bass. Scott... Forgot his last name, but the forgotten uh, half-brother of of Serena and Dan. <laughs> and then joining that trio is Blair Waldorf, who has racked up six LVPs in four seasons. I uh, don't miss Scott. I forgot how much I just didn't like that guy's face. Scott sucked so badly. <laughs> yeah. He's good at the, very good at the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> 
in a tie for seventh, Trip Vanderbilt and Nate Archibald, the cousins, have eight uh, each. Ah, yeah, so you're going to forget Trip the famous a lot car less crash. Episode, a lot fewer episodes than Nate, yeah. Um, number six, N, has ten LVPs. He almost makes it in the top five, despite only being in a handful of episodes <laughs> here. That's pretty good, Ben. It's that's a. Uh, it, it there's so many so many people that Serena talks to, like this is the worst guy yet, and then he uh, he really took it to a new level. Number five with eighteen LVPs, Dan Humphrey. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you're in every episode, and people uh, like to people don't like to it. hate on you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dan had got eleven of his eighteen LVPs this season wow, in a yeah. season that I thought was his. Yeah, it's very, really. It's just not right, people. <laughs> That's why this shocked me. Not right. Number four, just edging him out with 19, Chuck Bass, the fourth most LVPs. Okay. I can believe that. Number two. Oh, sorry. Number three. Used to be number two, Rufus Humphrey with 21. Good. Um, <laughs> that is true. Very- <laughs> like, I, like, <laughs> <laughs> Too many numbers. <laughs> Steam coming out of my ears. Uh, go, just go on, go on. Number two, we have a new second highest. It's Serena Vanderwoodson with twenty six, and the number one still in first place. Even though she hasn't had sole possession of a season, she still racks him up every season. She has thirty four LVPs overall. Vanessa Abrams. Woo. Okay, at least at least that much. Yes, I, th- I think the least, bottom uh, three are right where they belong. Absolutely. Rufus, Serena, and Vanessa, the three worst characters. And then let's just quickly do the net LVPs, uh, both for this season and overall. And I got to tell you, these might not be right because um, as far as me being tired while doing this, I have never been falling asleep more while doing anything. Every time I typed in anything, I would fall asleep for another few minutes. (laughs) I I kept waking up and being like, what? What happened? Oh, I need to to finish. Just one key at a time. I could not (laughs) stay awake while doing this. So who knows if there's any, all the characters are here, if if the the scores are right, but I tried my best. All right, well, so we'll hear what you got. So the worst character of the season with negative... The net MVP score of negative 11, one MVP and 12 LVPs, is Serena with negative 11. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I mean when you're that below, that far below the Mendoza line, it's just a, a real tough look. Number 25, tied for 25, Ben and Dan each have an MVP score of negative 10. Yeah, I'm not going to go over this Dan thing. It's really, uh, no, it's really, crazy. really unfortunate. And a little bit of a jump. Vanessa in 24th year, not the LVP of the season. Uh, she gets negative seven. She has two MVPs and nine LVPs, so negative seven overall. Yeah, still so, so pretty far down there, but uh, I, I helped her out a little bit. Yes, you did. Uh, Chuck Bass in 2023, 20, the fifth lowest score here, gets negative three. He has one MVP but four LVPs. He finishes in the negative. And then we could just jump through some of these. We have Colin with a negative two in 22nd. And then everyone with negative one, uh, Dr. Billy, Baby Milo, of course, the titular Gossip Girl, Mrs. Cynthia Sharp, and Anne, Mrs. Captain Archibald each have negative one. And then the people that zeroed out, Nate Archibald, Damian Delgard, and Rufus Humphrey. Nate and Damian each got one MVP and one wow. LVP. And then Rufus got two MVPs and two LVPs. That's a stellar overall season for Rufus. It truly is. And then we will get into our top ten here. A five-way tie for ninth. Rhoda, Florence, Eric, Big Thorpe, and Eleanor each have net MVPs of one. Actually, 
That shouldn't be. See, I told you that I was falling asleep while doing there this. Eleanor go. got two this season, so she should be in the next tier up. Okay. Um, tied for seventh, Juliet and Epperly, and now also Eleanor each had two. Uh, Juliet had four MVPs and two LVPs, so that's what brought her down to uh, to two total. Um, three-way tie for fourth with three net MVPs. Georgina, Cyrus, and Charlie each had three MVPs and no LVPs. That's good. They're good. Number two, tied for second. Lily got seven MVPs, but she got one LVP dragging her down, whereas six... Uh, Jenny got six MVPs and no LVPs, so they both have a net score of six. And then number one with 19 MVPs and only one LVP, Blair blew uh, everyone out of the water with a net MVP score of I mean, it's 18. so close to having no LVP. That would have been such a... I mean, it's still an immaculate season for the most part. It's just... It would have been so nice to see that 19-0. and zero. Well, you put the one blemish on her scorecard here, mm. Brendan. That poor girl. And you have to live with that. <laughs> Smart girl. This is really tough. Smart girl. Uh 13 people finished with a net positive this season, 11 finished with a net negative, and 3 finished at exactly 0. Blair is the MVP of the season. What else is new? Serena is the LVP of the season. What else is the new? End, at the end of season 1, both Chuck and Rufus were at net 0. I asked, will Chuck and Rufus finish with a net positive or net negative at the end of the series? Uh, Chuck had jumped out ahead into the positive. Rufus had jumped out below into the negative. Do you have, uh, without revealing where they are overall, you still feel that Chuck will finish in the positive and Rufus will finish yeah, in the Yeah, I think negative. I think he'll finish in the positive. It's just he had such a, a good run for a, a while with us that uh, this bad season I don't think fully took him under. And mm. Rufus should had such a bad, bad season what, in season two, you said, that there's no way he can climb out of that hole. Yes. Let's Here we go. This is fun. Let's go over the overall net MVPs and LVPs. There are 73 Gossip Girl characters that have gotten either an MVP or an LVP. In through four seasons of the show from either us or one of our guests in 73rd place <laughs> with a net mvp of negative 31 she is and I, I will say three and 34 the first number will be the mvps they get and the the yeah and the second number will be the the lvps think of it as a win-loss record for a pitcher yes three and 34 vanessa with a negative 31 just impressive stuff here the fact that it's it's only three over the course of four seasons is nuts. Next up, not even close. Rufus is five and twenty-one. He's at negative sixteen. He is the second least valuable character. Negative sixteen to Vanessa's negative thirty-one. Vanessa almost doubles or whatever doubles the negative of what Rufus has. What a what a nasty little couple they are together. <laughs> Third lowest is Serena, who is fourteen and twenty-six. Very very turbulent there. And again, like Serena's got not to like shit on them too 12. much, but like these the the higher numbers on either end of the spectrum are going to be like cast regulars, obviously. Right, they have more time to to you know, which is why it's impressive that the fourth lowest here at number seventy is Ben Donovan, who is zero zero and ten. <laughs> that is nuts. That's see, there you go. And then to round out the bottom five, uh, two way tie negative eight with Dan and Trip, but Trip is zero and eight. Uh, never got an MVP, got eight LVPs, and Dan is 10 and 18. Okay, maybe we could work on him getting closer to 500, but I, I don't think it'll happen, knowing how our guests uh, with feel. Negative, yeah, with negative six, Bart and Scott. Uh, Bart Scott is a person, isn't it? How about that? Um, Captain also with negative <laughs> six. Aaron Rose with negative five. Uh, Mrs. Captain and, and Catherine each have negative four. And then I will, you know... A lot of people have negative three here. A lot of people have negative two. Let me see if there's anything that, like, stands anything out noteworthy. here. 
yes, we have nothing really in the negative twos. In the negative ones, poor baby Milo is sitting there with uh, Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> George W. Bush, with Jimmy Fallon, George W. Bush, and a pervy cab driver. Um, I think you, you nailed the Jimmy Fallon thing, too. I know we agreed at the time, too, but now, <laughs> now it's even more uh, relevant. You know what is interesting? At negative one, in a big tie for 32nd place with all the other negative ones, Chuck has fallen into the negatives. He's now 18 oh, and 19. Wow. 18 MVPs and 19 yeah, LVPs. That season really did. He brought, it brought him down. I was wrong. Yeah, that's very, very unfortunate. I here. think he'll climb back out, um, but that's not, not a good place to be. The three people at net zero, Eleanor Waldorf, two and two, Olivia Burke, one and one, and Penelope, one and one. Uh, Olivia, her time is finished, so can't do anything. Eleanor and Penelope, two very minor characters, so maybe not even worth predicting if they will finish in the negative or the positive. Yeah. They may not get another MVP or LVP for the rest <laughs> of the season. It's true. So now let's get into the people that had positive scores. A lot of people had uh, net one MVP. Uh, among them is Thorpe, who was a little turbulent, had three and two. Uh, at the at the top there so let's get into the top 10 these are all people that had two or more net mvps in a three-way tie for 10th it is the 10th most valuable characters let's do here it. Let's do we it, have baby. juliet who is four and two and then epperly and horace both two and oh uh top 10 gossip girl characters horace epperly horace and juliet is, oh i've always said he's a top 10 <laughs> number nine three and oh three net mvps charlie rhodes welcome to the top 10 welcome ivy Number eight with five net MVPs. Nate, thirteen and eight. I'm, I'm getting a little worried that we're going to have to separate, like, leave Charlie Rhodes as is, and Ivy will have to get a separate grading. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm starting to get nervous that she's going to get some uh, some big LVPs. I don't want to taint Charlie. That, yeah, I know. Pretty impressive that Nate here is in the top eight. Uh, number seven with seven net MVPs. Cyrus, who is a perfect seven and zero. I mean, Cyrus, is, he's untouchable. I don't think there's he's, a person out there that would give him or DeRoad an LVP. Right. If he was in more episodes, uh, he, he'd be racking up those points. Number six is Eric Vanderwoodson, 10 net MVPs. He is 13-3. and three. Good boy. Let's get into our top five. Wow. With 11-0, and 0, 11 net MVPs. Number five is Georgina. Still has never gotten an LVP, which is pretty impressive for Georgina. It is. She's another one that's very polarizing, and I'm glad the people that have come on with, with her are excited about her. Yeah. Number four is, with 14 net MVPs, is Dorota. Also a perfect 14-0. and 0. No LVPs for Dorota. 14 MVPs. Yeah, you can't give Dorota an LVP ever. And if Dorota was in more episodes, you know, possibilities would be endless. Endless. Number three, with 20 net MVPs, it is Lily Vanderwoodson. She is 23-3. and three. That's my girl. Net 20. Good for her. Number two with twenty-eight, Jenny Humphrey. She is thirty-three and five. Okay, it leaves it leaves our uh, our favorite. And then number one, of course, with forty-two net MVPs, it is Blair Waldorf. She is forty-eight and six overall. Oh, there we there's yeah. the claps. Right, right real claps. <laughs> real claps. She deserves it. Forty-two net MVPs. Very good. Great work from Blair. 28 people are in the net positive. 42 people have a net negative, and three have exactly zero. Blair is the MVP of the series so far. Vanessa is the LVP of the series. Truly don't see either of those. I mean, Vanessa's not in the last two seasons. So in theory, could Rufus make a big push and catch up? It would have to be a pretty big with push. With negative 15. 
he'd, he'd and have Serena. to be. He has, he, I think if Jenny was here Serena again, I think he would ha- have a better chance. But he, he really uh, did the opposite of shine <laughs> when she yes, was around. All right. So now let's get into the final orders of business here. You might as well predict who Gossip Girl is just for fun. Even though, again, at this point in the show, they still had not decided who Gossip Girl was. Mm-hmm. You may still predict. Do you remember? This I have written down. Do you remember who you predicted in the first three seasons? I think I've been seasons? guessing Chuck lately. Um, you did guess Chuck once, but it was not lately. It was in season one. Oh, wow. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know who I would have guessed most recently in season three. Um... Maybe Georgina makes sense back then. Uh, for for so do they an- announce? Okay, so this? the answer so the answer is no. You don't remember? No, no, no. Did, did they? I will tell you. Do they announce who it is in season five, or did they wait till season six to tell this finale story? Uh, the very it last episode. Okay, that is right. Yes. You okay? So I will tell you that you predicted that Chuck was Gossip Girl in season one. At the end of season two, you predicted you predicted Nellie Yuki, which uh, haven't That's seen her in a guess, while. So. And then season three, you predicted that it was Blair. So, that being said, are you sticking with Blair as your prediction, or are you predicting someone else for this uh, season? No, I'm going to throw a random one out there and guess Dorota. Okay. She sees Dorota all. I mean, she's, she's around, and she's, she's on the inside without uh, saying very much. So, I can see it working. So, season four, your official pick is Dorota. And with that, let us rank the characters here and so i don't have your rankings written down for whatever reason but i do have mine written down and they have largely remained unchanged season one i had blair and jenny as a clear one two mm. followed by dan in third lily in fourth then serena chuck eight rufus vanessa uh, rufus and vanessa love love those bottom two spots for them oh yeah season two stayed Kind of the same. Blair and Jenny, still one and two, of course. Yeah. Chuck moved from six all the way up to third. Lily stayed in fourth. Anne moved down to fifth. Nate moved up to sixth. And then our bottom three, of course, was Serena, Vanessa, and Rufus. I swapped Vanessa and Rufus. Rufus had a tough season two. He was my least favorite character at that point. In season three, Blair and Jenny, still one and two. Dan rose back up to number three. Lily, again, stayed at number four. People leapfrogging her but she stays at number four always chuck fell to number five he had a rough season yeah and then nate in his spot in six and then the same bottom three but this time rufus jumped all the way up to seven serena was in eight and vanessa was in Oof. last place i will say a little bit of changes here blair's still number one obviously jenny being in only three full episodes like i couldn't give her number two yeah which is why Anne racked up so many lvps i had him as my second best character in season wow. four I did at number two. Impressive. Jenny still had her at number three because even, even though she was only in three episodes, still better than, than everyone else. Lily staying at number four. Chuck falling to number five because he has a rough episode. But, I mean, he's still better than, than other characters here. Yeah. Rufus, who was in the background, I, Rufus out of the bottom three. I brought I, all the way up to sixth for the first time because they stayed in the background like he should. Nate fell to seventh because Nate was in the background where he shouldn't be. He was just playing pool the whole season. Hmm. And then Serena in eighth and Vanessa in ninth. No surprises there. So for me this season, it was Blair, Dan, Jenny, Lily, Chuck, Rufus, Nate, Serena, Vanessa. And then are you ready to rank nine main characters? I'm ready to rank. Um, I'll, I'll give you my bottom three are going to stay largely what uh, they should be, being Rufus, Serena, Vanessa. Um, 
Vanessa's always going to be at the bottom. Uh, but th- those three yeah, are, are going to stay down there and uh, maybe uh, mix up their order a little bit. But Rufus is at the top of the bottom three just because he's, he hasn't been mm-hmm. so bad. Um, I'll, I'll jump back up to the top now, the, the way people normally rank things. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever ranked Lily outside of number one, but I'm going to give that award to Blair. I think she really won my heart. Um, I think it's time to acknowledge that she is the clear best character of the show, no matter how much I yep. love Lily. Um, she doesn't have spend enough time, and she it, the, the show's not about the parents. You know, it, it's not what it, we're here for. I love her. She's my number two, obviously, but uh, Blair, it's, it's, it would be kind of absurd if I didn't give her the number one spot. Uh, so it's Blair, then Lily, then Dan, who I, I we've been saying it's kind of crazy that he had such a technically bad season while we've been singing his praises, especially the second half of the season. Yeah, we need to look at the the saber metrics here. Like yeah, his definitely. BABIP is probably he's probably got a low BABIP. <laughs> Absolutely, is he a pitcher or a hitter? He's he's a hitter. Okay, okay. Um, Jenny, number four, still got to give her some credit, even though she wasn't around very much. She still packs a punch. Uh, I have Nate kind of up here in the middle I, wow he, i think isn't offensive enough to be beneath chuck who follows him right. uh, so nate then chuck then rufus then serena then Vanessa. just playing pool all season was enough to uh to be better than to get chuck. Nate, uh, yeah that's fair that that's fair i can't i can't uh quibble with that too much yeah and then um for the hotness ranking, I think we are firmly at the point here where they are their fully realized selves we they, can really they know slobber all over them. these people yes yeah, and now that they are twenty, we are allowed to slobber all over them as <laughs> as per the rules. Yes, um, so I've been waiting. I will say that for me, at least, it is Anne Blair, Chuck, Serena, Chuck. Wait, why do I have Chuck here twice? Wow, I was really <laughs> oh, wow. really infatuated with Chuck. <laughs> okay. Like I said, I was falling asleep while while doing this. Dan Blair, Chuck, Serena, Nate, Vanessa. I know a lot of people would have Nate as number one, but for me, he's number five. Uh, this is this is a little bit harder. Um. I'm talking about the list, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and you're going to ask. <laughs> you, you, you're really it's a little, a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah, now season. that I just mentioned the, these hunks <laughs> names, it, it better be a little harder. Um, I, is, uh, I'm going to go with Blair being number one again. Um, oh, oh. She just, there's, there's so many stunning episodes this season of, of Blair. I, I think in the past seasons she's had some good and bad episodes for me personally, but it was almost all immaculate. And there's like a, she's had a real peak this episode. Um, Lily number two, uh, don't get enough of her. Although she looks great with uh, she starts accessorizing the season with the ankle bracelet. Oh, I forgot you do bring the adults in. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> I forgot that you didn't. But I have to at least. I might just leave Rufus out of this and just put put Lily into the uh, the, the kids section just because she earns her way in. Uh, so Blair, <laughs> then Lily. Then Dan is such a hunk, my my lord. Um, oh yeah, Blair, my lord, my, lord. my, my liege. <laughs> Flair, Lily, Dan, then Chuck, then no, I forgot about Serena. I, I think Serena just pissed me off so much. I, I don't think she's attractive anymore. Uh, no. Blair, Lily, Dan, Serena, Chuck, Nate, Vanessa. Okay. Not bad. Yeah, there is a lot of like, there's a lot of character in there mixed in a little bit, and then I'm, I try to separate the looks from the character, and sometimes you just can't. No, that that's fair. You know, there sometimes a character is so like just terrible that you yeah, just. Can't I, I don't know. I don't want to. I think that's also a good thing that we say that because I don't want to try to say like, oh, Vanessa's the ugliest in the show because that's not true. It's rude to say. Right. It's it's the character. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I never said ugly as I said six, I know, but... sixth prettiest. <laughs> right, right. Okay, that's a better way to p- put it. <laughs> I mean, it's an attractive cast, famously. Yeah, yeah. It's a hot show. All right, let's do some plugs and get the hell out of here. Brendan, what are you plugging? Didn't forget that time. There you go. It's kind of crazy. That's how we <laughs> end the whole thing is just by being horny right before plugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, quickly, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened uh, this far into the show. We've been with, been with us for four seasons. I hope that you enjoy us. I hope that you enjoy especially me. <laughs> <laughs> i really i do i do like I, I know we all know maddie over here is fantastic he's the best he's a showrunner we all love him so much and he's what he's the lifeblood of the show and he's fantastic uh but i, I do I, hey. and he, he represents all of you and what you obviously listen to the show because you love gossip girl and he does too so i hope that you enjoy a perspective like mine maybe it's uh given all of you and maybe you too matthew uh, some new opinions has helped you form them maybe uh or it's just that it helps you appreciate what it's like to be an outsider uh, and watch the show among some experts. So I I hope that you would, don't think I'm a total weirdo or you you think I'm ruining <laughs> your experience of this show. I hope that I'm enhancing it in some way. Uh, so thanks for thanks for being here. Actually, the results are already in with whether they appreciate you or not. And uh, the cream curdles. <laughs> Damn it! I knew it. <laughs> Well, at least I started using my, my new catchphrase. I'll, I'll take that as a win. <laughs> um, way, back to plugs. Uh, we'll plug our brother show, The Hobby Boys, uh, where we have a new segment, Jokes I Should Have Said. I don't know if you are up to date on our <laughs> show, but it's a, it's a good new segment. Uh, I can tell you that I am at least two episodes behind. Okay. Uh, well, we'll look forward to that, <laughs> I will get that to great him. segment. I will get to I promise I will get to him. Um, listen to that show. Listen to our sister show, The Sandy Boys, where we are back. I actually just put up the most recent episode right before this recording, so we are in the swing of two episodes a month again over on patreon.com slash thehoppyboyspod, where we recap the OC. We're closing in on the end of season one now with these recaps, so get excited for our end of that season. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see how uh, a really really great season of a teen drama wraps up. This is a... been a classic season of television so far uh, and listen to the blitzball boys you know what that's blitzball all about boys. I, uh, you, you, you've heard me on many episodes complaining about plugging that show blitzball boys, blitzball boys. Oh, oh, oh. all right <laughs> all right as for me um last time i i plugged guts by olivia rodrigo but i don't think i'd listened to it yet now i've listened to it like almost five times and so good, such a great sophomore album. It's every amazing, every song is a. Bo- I I can't wait. It's almost a non-skip. Um, There's a one song that maybe I would skip if I'm running. Which one? Which one? Um, let me get to it. This may be track five. No, certainly not track five. Ballad of a Homeschool Girl. No, it's uh, making the bed. I would maybe skip. I'm okay, wrong. which yeah. is interesting because I asked my cousin if track she six. liked the album. She said, and she said she didn't really like it. The only song that she liked was Making the Bed. Oh, okay. Yeah, it it seems kind of just like a slow like tiktok girl song it was fine it's okay yeah but either i mean like, otherwise like uh, an unskippable album I, I was happy to just listen through it multiple times no skips great nice and concise delightful yeah really really good fun I, I, new I sound, like, it was it was great it was it, i think what a balance of ballads and like fun pop rocky songs no one, no one is doing these uh, pop Rocky songs like Olivia Rodrigo is doing. No, but she's so, having so much fun. 
Yes, and then also, since the last time I plugged this, I have seen the film Bottoms. It is so funny. Don't know that, what Sam oh, Stanch is talking oh. about when he says it's not a good movie. But I forgot about that movie. What to see it. So, so I, I am at the point where Rachel, Rachel Sennett, Sennett, Sennett heard it both ways. Uh, I think that she is incapable of giving a bad performance, incapable of being in a bad movie. Anything that she is in, I will see. She is so gosh darn funny. Uh, incredible. Um, everyone in it, the supporting characters are great, too. Uh, AO is great, too. Uh, just... Outstanding. So it is an absurd movie. It is an insane movie. It, it it there are parts that make no sense. It is very surreal, but it is hilarious the whole time, and uh, I I want to see it again. You're very well, Ron Tomatoes. Thank God. Thank God. Better. Sam didn't like it. Huh? All right. Interesting. Yeah, he's crazy. So <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at Ruppy Puppy. You can follow his other uh, podcast, The Hobby Boys, at The Hobby Boys Pod. And you can come back next week where uh, we have a bit of a bonus uh, bonus off-season pod, I think. If you are oh. uh, keeping track with any albums that might be being released soon, uh, you, you might know what's coming up. But we'll have a very special guest on for this. Uh, if you don't like the episodes where we talk about music, then fucking skip it. Curdle your cream. I don't care. But <laughs> if, if you like it, it's going to be a treat. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun off-season pod. So come back next week. And uh, until then, you know you love us. XOXO. Lonely hey boys. boys. Bye-bye. Wow, kept it under two hours. Season four. <laughs> out, out, out.